spend some time with the dead. On demand almost. We'd be like, hey, can you like touch the duck or make it go off? And it would just start lighting up and going crazy. Why should we be afraid of this? Hello and welcome to What Goes Bump Tonight. I'm your host, Riley Clark, and alongside me, as always, is... Tweva Jensen. And our <laughs> special guest, Cam Paranormal. Hey, what's going on, guys? Alright, All right. let's start off. Uh, how was your day? <laughs> we'll start a little different. Uh, day, day started off well, uh, a little busy in the afternoon, but uh, things kind of settled down this evening, so ready to settle in for the show. It's pretty good. So, where are you located? I'm located in uh, just outside of Dallas, Texas, which Ooh. is about 30 minutes east. Um, now, hey, the light <laughs> going again? off. Did y'all yeah, see that? That's I, I'm, I don't know. I'm sorry about that. But yeah, so I'm about 30 minutes east of Dallas, a uh, small town outside of that. But uh, Heck yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So before we go any farther, I had a fucking a cool day and a weird day all in one. So I'll start with the wild one that uh-huh. happened last night into this morning. So I got a phone call at 11 p.m. from my twin sister. And I was like, ah, shit. Like, what's what's happening? I don't normally get phone calls this late from you. I was like, oh, no. She goes, hey, I'm going to FaceTime you, actually. Switches it to FaceTime, and she goes, check this out. Flips the phone around, and it's like, I'm looking at my dad's house, but there's fucking cop cars up and down the street lining it. There's a fucking truck flipped over oh, in the yard. In the it gets it gets better, dude. So really? it turns out my sister was one of the only witnesses to an attempted murder last night. Holy cow. Oh, shit. Yeah. So this guy across the street allegedly um, swerved and tried to run his girlfriend over or his wife or whoever she is to him. And apparently this man has like... 30 domestics under his belt so yeah <laughs> so it, it makes right. sense but i was like wow. Man, <laughs> he sent me like a bunch of videos and photos this morning of like them with the crime lab up and like the the truck was still like flipped over and it had like the tape around it. and i was like that's kind of cool <laughs> i was like it's yeah, not like it's night watch cool. over there that's crazy insane yeah, like, to come damn. across that though yeah. yeah and then i had the most terrifying encounter i've had since last summer with a spider <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm ter- terrified of them fucking things. I hate it. But, like, I don't know. I was just driving. All of a sudden, I looked up outside the window. And, like, you know how, like, when you see them fucking move, like, their legs don't move in, in sync. It's all, like, crazy looking. Like, oh, it was, like, the stuff of nightmares as it was running towards my face. <laughs> and I was, like, oh, I'm going to crash. Like, this is bad. <laughs> so that was my day. <laughs> my day, I kept a lot of airplanes in the air. And- yeah. And... That's about it. <laughs> That's hilarious. That pretty is a pretty good day, thing. I guess. Pretty yeah, boring. no, but something wild has just been kind of happening over here. I don't know what's going on, but I have a fixture that's going crazy right now. It's not really is making it any sense. ever done that before? Never. <laughs> this never one's given you fits, and not just today we go to talk <laughs> I don't about even laugh it. At it. It's funny. <laughs> oh, my God. I guess that leads into, do you believe you have any attachments? Uh, good question. Uh, about <laughs> attachments, 
Yeah, attachments are pretty heavy. They can lead to uh, uh, some deep demonic things, I believe, from oppression. Uh, but anyways, attachments, I think, can come from some situations involved in uh, investigations. You're not sure where you're quite across the line. Uh, maybe from that, but I'm not really questioning anything that's really attached to me. I think that's that's a good. Is that, yeah. a, good, is that a good fair answer? Like if it's, it's fair, yeah, it's very fair. fair. Wait, no no one knows what really what an attachment, you know, really is. Is it demonic? Is it something that's just wanting to communicate with you and is able to like connect to your energy better, mm -hmm. or what is it? I mean, the past couple guests we've had, uh, shout out Wolf Paranormal, Blood Moon, like they have the same attachment right now. So, like, how does that happen? You know, like, yeah. Mm, I mean, that would happen. I would think. Would you come into the same experience? Would you? Right. Yeah. From that? Probably. Um, I would think um, so. Any any more root causes to experience things that would be haunting to you to, you know, have from that? And then if it's something that's visual, it keeps happening. Then go from there. That's crazy. That light is so distracting. All right, try this for me. Turn it off and tighten the bulb just a little bit. Maybe it's a little loose. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because now we have to experiment. Where this is a ghost. That's funny. And it's playing with us right now. That would be pretty insane. We're doing science experiments live on YouTube. <laughs> we gotta get to the bottom of it. Yeah. It's important. Okay. That's it. That's on. Alright. See, but now the question is, if it was loose... It was off for a second, yeah. I thought I turned it off again, so... I wonder, like, what spirit decided to uh, loosen that bitch. It's still doing it. <laughs> it's still definitely doing it. That's wild. What was that? Keep an eye on it. Keep an the eye location on it. I'm at, though, the location is, you know, on note. I've experienced my first true paranormal experience on this location. Really? Oh. Mm -hmm. In this location, um, really, I was about eight, nine years old. And uh, my mom can attest to this. It was something that was really, really crazy to happen. Also, um, we've had to bring in, like, people to, like, bless the house at one point. It was that crazy, and um, really experiencing like uh, just a darkness kind of around me. Around huh. me. It, was, it was different, um, but learning from that, and then like, yeah, just learning to utilize that, I guess, in a way. So that right. was my first, first uh, sorry, my first like true experience of like, okay, there may be something else that I can't see that's here. Because I've watched scary movies, you know, I was younger than that, didn't really yeah. think anything of it, but they scared me. Then I was like, oh man, that's an actual real experience. So, but nothing from that could, I'd say, triggered me from watching any of that, honestly. Because, right. Because it was something that would, that happened, but never happened that intensely again. So, something I can only remember. Yeah. So, how long ago did you have that experience? And, this like, how long have you been, like, mm -hmm. into the paranormal, I guess? I would say a good question. That was over 20 years ago. Oh, and, hell yeah. Uh, yeah, now that would be something, yeah, I would say that sparked an interest. Mm. Now, locations that are like, oh, yeah, this is something I like traveling to do. 
Right. I mean, I was in uh, very young, and uh, I went to Goatman's Bridge. I was about a freshman in high school. Is that close to you? That's about an hour, we hour and a half away. Yeah, I did an episode. <laughs> yeah, then we talked about it. I really? It's interesting. We had COVID or something. Well, I remember we talked, like me and you had talked to about it. So it's like, huh, interesting. Yep. And, and so I went with uh, my sister and my cousin. And uh, we went, <laughs> we ended up getting lost in uh, the, the forest for about oh, shit. Really? Couple of out like a couple of good hours. Yeah, where yeah, it's like, really? okay, we're fucked. Yeah, not good. <laughs> uh, at the time, I think the iPhone 3G just came out, so there was no flashlight. We we're using the flashlight from the brightness of our phones. Yeah, and which are bricks anyway. <laughs> it doesn't do a whole lot. <laughs> it doesn't do nothing, right? Uh, yeah, really. Um, so I was basically just trying to help everyone kind of look through. I wasn't really scared, but the whole time, like, no spiders, no snakes. I was good. It was in July, <laughs> um, and it felt like honestly the woods, the forest around you. It felt like Jacob's Ladder. Just the energy, just it was, was mind blowing to me. You could always feel the, like the hairs on your arms standing up. Location like I experienced. So that and it's like you walked into a bubble of electricity. Mm-hmm. It, it, what was thing is like fuzzy. The only thing I can say is like fuzzy. You're trying to like, man, is there like cobwebs over that's a good way to describe it though because i feel like i've had that experience too where it's like if you walk somewhere that like it seems like it's spiritually charged like that it it literally kind of does feel like you're walking through bristles of some sort and it's like what is happening like it's this is weird Mm -hmm. yeah interesting i conclude with that one was uh we experienced some some sort of i guess um i believe my sister got attachment from that Oh shit! And that, yeah, I don't want to like go how dark that went, but right, it it went to a point where she like pulled open the Bible at like my grandparents' house and sorry, but it just she kept referring back to that night. I'm like, damn, something was just off about that night anyway. So she ended up getting like a scratch, something on her neck, and uh, even like her relationship went like downhill after that. And I don't mm-hmm. see what I'm saying, but it was like those kind of things that just, you kind of cookie crumble. Yeah, like you start like asking yourself, like, are those coincidences or are those- Is there an influence? Yeah, are, are, exactly. Is it an right. influence that you can't t- necessarily like pinpoint? Mm-hmm. Cause I mean, I can't say like I've had an experience like that where it was as dark or heavy, which I, at the same time, it's like, I'm sure you have more experience under your belt with locations because we have a very limited number of locations we've gone to at this point. But we've, you know what I mean, Riley? Like we've doubled up a few of them, but it's like, I think mostly everybody that we've talked to has <laughs> like the list of their their accomplishments and whatnot are a lot longer. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Yeah, there's someone, someone's always out there, you know, can do oh, yeah. That's great. That's great. You know, I, I always say I don't want to be the smartest man in the room. Yeah, you know? I would rather learn, like, honestly, like if, if you can teach cool. me, it's, 100% way better than it's like don't don't sit there and belittle me or how do I want to say it or even offer nothing at all well I think that's mm-hmm. what makes paranormal mm-hmm. investigating so fun is you have the constant ability to learn from others and learn new techniques and new experiences mm-hmm. and be able to re- relate them back to like your own investigating style and like kind of be creative with it that way and like make it more entertaining for yourself because you know we all know that 
there are times when you're just like on edge, like when is something going to happen and nothing happens and nothing happens and nothing happens. And sometimes you just gotta like think about your encounters with other people and be like, okay, well they tried this one time and like was able to get a response, you know? So I think that's what makes paranormal investigating so mm-hmm. like fun is you can always learn and try new techniques and well nobody has the answers that's the best part is if yeah. we had the answers like i don't think, I think any any of us would be doing this probably it's like well i think that's where the chase lies well i have a question for you what uh what ex- what non experience or whatever brought y'all to uh this podcast whatever started all this for y'all so for me it started when i was a little kid and i lived in a pretty haunted house and I ended up seeing my grandmother like a week after she passed away, like full oh, body, like clear as day was her. And I knew she was dead. I was at her funeral, you know, like yeah. I knew and I was just a kid. So I guess that's what really popped it off for me. And then on top of that, that house just uh, was just insanely haunted. Like, I don't know what it was about the property. I don't know too much about it. But I imagine it was some type of. You was just a land. child. <laughs> All right, yeah, and, that's scary, man. Sheesh, got goosebumps on that. I wouldn't want to, see, you know, as a child, seeing full apparitions is something that's that's a really heavy experience. Yeah, seeing like what got me into it was I I can distinctly remember my dad told me his paranormal stories, and I was like, well, that's really fucking cool because my uncle had an extremely haunted house, but then I had my own experience where I was. I'm pretty sure I had my hair pulled and it was like the first time I'd ever had anything happen and I was like this is fucking terrifying but also exhilarating at the same time so all I remember was my friend's house had we'd had weird experiences like seeing shadow people doors would open on their own and shut on their own and shit and it was like there's no draft that it doesn't make any sense like this is a door that latches like so there was all kinds of stuff like that and then finally one day they were like let's Let's be mean to Trev and let's put him in the back of a closet tied to a chair with a camera on his lap <laughs> and see what happens. So I'm sitting in a closet with a camera on my lap and the camera turns off as it has a full battery. And then I was like, cool, this is really weird. So everybody comes back in the room and when they got the camera back rolling and we're all sitting there, I'm, I'm sitting up against like the back wall of like an electrical closet that has a bunch of storage shit in it. And it's it felt like I had hair like you do right now, and it felt like somebody grabbed a fistful of it and just fucking yanked my head back. And like they have it on camera where I almost hit my head against the wall, and I was like, "What the fuck was that?" Oh man! And it's like I I can I can distinctly remember like just it was you could just feel it where it's like that's not right. Like I turned around and looked, and I was like, "Who's fucking with me?" And it's like there's a cement wall behind me. There's no way that was static electricity. Wow! Yeah, I mean, wow! Stories, and then and like, then just the, worked, the common like we worked together, yeah. and we literally would just spend like our smoke breaks, <laughs> just talking about paranormal shit and Bigfoot and aliens and just you know that kind of. It was it was our love for the odd shit in the world yeah, that the people would always world. be like, "That's so taboo," but it's like, "But what if?" And that's usually where the conversations always ended up where it's like, And then we just kind well. of 
he had a love for listening to podcasts. Yep. So I was like, well, I watch him a lot on YouTube. Like, let's just have start our own show. Yep. Dip your toe in the water and let's and go. We kind of just took off from there and just kind of developed what we thought would be a cool show that people would enjoy. Yeah. And, and like the funniest thing was it's like, we already do this shit. Why don't we just record it? <laughs> right. Exactly. If it's something you have a passion for already and you want to share that, that's more more the merrier, man. I'm glad oh, yeah. y'all, y'all y'all chosen to do that. It's really something inspiring too. And I'm I'm just now gonna be starting a podcast here soon. I'm gonna mm. say the next month. Yeah, and if you have any yeah. questions or anything, like you can ask us and we will help. Because yeah, like, that's that's the thing is it took us a while to like perfect yeah. our trade. So Yeah, like we're still getting better at using Audacity. Mm. That's how we record all of our episodes. And then if you Which have it's any not for everybody either, but like we can get you linked on like he paid like 150 bucks for this for our mix board and it's got all the capabilities of like you put in sound pad shit and like it's got all the fun voice changers and auto tuners and everything yeah and we can get you hooked up on another like mixing board that's cheap that has a couple channels on it like there's options out there where you don't have to break the bank either yeah and that goes for like all the listeners too like if anybody has the aspirations to do this stuff like don't feel like afraid to reach out and ask questions awesome man that's awesome. I appreciate y'all saying that too, because of course, it's, I mean, yeah, that that's also uh, uplifting and encouraging. And I hope everyone in chat also feels that way. That's cool. Yeah, and it's like to me, it's a lot of fun because at first I was super nervous about people listening to my voice or like, am I gonna sound like an idiot? Or if I start stuttering or doing the like, uh, like, uh, he says like a lot, like, a lot, like, 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 like. like, like. <laughs> But then, like, exactly, you go back and you listen to, like, your first couple episodes, and you're like, oh, these are okay. But then after you do it for a while and you start getting more comfortable, you're like, oh, it really isn't that bad. Like, this is, this is not as scary as I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I, f- I feel like we're almost like vets now, like, talking into the mic. Like, it doesn't even phase me anymore to, like, mm. try to come up with, like, story ideas or... Because, like, we did have a, a time where, like writer's block was a really yeah we struggled pretty sure. hard like what do, what kind of topics do we want to cover on this show for a while it was let's read creepy pastas which we're doing really good and every time we do release one it does really well and then there's times where it's like okay well i want to talk about bigfoot and it's like a show like what goes bump tonight allows us to venture off in all these different avenues which is kind of why we took the title that we did right because it's more of like an ungeneralized name you know instead of like specific on like we only do ghosts so like that it poses a question too like what really does go bump yeah in the night? it's like a play on words because of everyone knows mm-hmm. the show bump in the night yep so we literally just added what goes in front of it mm-hmm. <laughs> well that's very smart i mean y'all y'all come a long way how long have y'all been doing this since 2019 yeah all right yeah there, there's something I want to implement. I want to let y'all know is, mm. I want to have a visual podcast. A visual podcast just being something mm. that um, you ever seen like Joe Bob's Drive-In? No, but I do know their format because it's like I've seen it right. done a few times with other ones as well. It, it's something that definitely has to have a, a good structure outline, but the right. format is something that. Uh, as I'm, I'm, I want to honor a little bit mm-hmm. towards that. 
Um, but yeah, that, that's kind of something towards that have guests on as well. And then there's that kind of format included. Yeah. It'd be something yeah, different. I, I can't say what it is now because it's not. It's happening. so hard to because like, like when we started to like this is all free form. Like we don't write down anything. <laughs> like we never really have. We might have like we, an outline that we follow. If there's like a particular storyline. But it's mostly just about, there's but... like a, a list of notes in front of us, and it's just all off the top. So it's like there's a lot of different ways of doing it too. And I do, I really do like the way that like, like how Joe Rogan does it too, where it, that's free form, where it's like they'll just sit down and they'll just have a guy that pulls stuff up on the computer for him, which we could do that. And it's like it we could definitely record every one of them but in my opinion that's where it gets a lot more to edit so it's like it, it that's where it's like i'll draw the line only because like also doing the live streams on top of it for us make more sense because then it's like all right we get the best of both worlds and we get to hit both both channels and everything Hmm. Did it did it start? So it didn't start out a live broadcast. What you're saying? You no, no. The first live broadcast we ever did was for shoot. Uh, that wasn't even like a year we, and a half into it. Uh, yeah, it, it was. It's an event we do every year called Indie Pods United. It's literally a group of podcasters from around the globe. We all come in together and do like a week long festival online where yeah, there's like every workshops too. Gets like an hour, and for the past two years we've been the opening night headliner which is crazy That's right awesome. but i'm really i'm really trying to push for the uh film festival in uh, dallas it's gonna be at the oh, texas Theater. that i actually that would be sick as hell that would be so cool that's one thing that like i envy where it's like everybody else that has the skills that to, to like that are able to to utilize the video editing software correctly or you know like it seems like where we're just like fledglings in it other people are like masters in the craft we're just like how it's like well if you're just starting out podcasting it's like well we feel like we've honed that talent it's like now that we're trying to do vlogs and other things like that it's like oh shit this is fucking hard it is, <laughs> it is for sure. definitely respect for y'all for that man definitely because like how do you take yourself out of an investigation and then also turn yourself into a filmmaker and like a content creator that's I the hardest that's, that's, part for me. That's cultivating your craft, I believe. I mean, I don't right. think it's just it structured with, to like, be one thing at the beginning. Our videos have gotten so much better over time. Like being able to actually like produce somewhat of a structured show, I guess. Instead <laughs> yeah. of just a like, hodgepodge of <laughs> we, well, we were making you know, like, people like, speak main character, right? Because <laughs> it's like I couldn't fucking keep the camera up for some reason. <laughs> oh, this is <laughs> bad. Instead of filming Spending thirty minutes on one camera, camera we want like. I didn't understand what B roll was for a long time. Yeah, we had no idea what what that kind of stuff was. So it's all you know learning and there's so much nuance that goes into it and it's just, it's the same way with um with paranormal investigating too like it's it's all nuance you could you could technically walk into any building and start paranormal investigating <laughs> I, about to say, I have a bunch of b-roll film I'm, i have but i mean i could you just want me to release that i mean right yeah cool, but i mean there's more purpose here you know what i want to do mm -hmm. with it my point <laughs> That's true, though, man. You could just walk in anywhere. Really, just oh, see if this place is haunted. Yeah. No. And it, like, yeah. Well, like, I guess like the odds are, probably most likely there isn't a spirit that is willing or able to speak to you in most locations. But I would also wager that 
there's more likely more locations than not locations too that are just like pockets of like like hot spots is probably the best way to say it that we just don't know are there because nobody's paying attention to them mm. right like something I, I've kind of theorized is that if you don't believe you won't witness so like if you don't believe in ghosts or you don't believe in the parent well it's like missing stuff in plain sight too like it happens all the time like you could literally be like where's my phone and it's sitting right in front of you yeah. how many times have people uh, for instance there's a TikTok video I've seen where a guy who was a worker was moving this giant copper wheel with somebody he thought it was another worker but the person mm -hmm. that he was talking to there was a security camera footage and it was showing him rolling this huge copper spool by himself by himself which was physically impossible you needed two people to do it otherwise it could roll out of control and he was talking to someone but that person he ended up by seeing like a obituary on the um bulletin board and he had died a week prior that's crazy no <laughs> That's fucking crazy. I've never heard that story, but That's that is wild. actually pretty wild. Like is, is that on video? I want to say I've seen that. It, what, I've seen it on like, TikTok. I think it was on uh, like Paranormal Caught on Camera, the TV show. Like, yeah. It's on there, too. Like, it, it's okay. been all over. You may have seen it. So yeah, what's your take on, um, on like aliens? Do you think there are extraterrestrial beings that live amongst the stars? Uh, you want to be technical? I mean, aliens exist. Yes, I thank you. I mean, I've, I think 99% of the population at this point should agree <laughs> that aliens are probably real. But I always want to ask because it's like before we go any farther, it's like, what do you like? What is your take on it though? Like, do you think they I would don't say want to show themselves or to advance? Like, what? Well, there's no capability, I believe, that we have to stop anything that they want to assault right. or stop from flying. But I want to know if we've already have touch with their capabilities know who they are they know who we are and you know it, it's already set done settled we're just now finding out like the dust cloud of it you know what i mean so That's it's my funny take. you I, say I that think it's, i think it's like they're still here but they're in a way that we, they're never they're never going to be found even if they, so they know what they're valiant door i mean look how it, many military it's allegedly you know, that valiant door was an alien Two that already came to Earth and spoke with one of the president, our president, and then made a deal with him for like how many people they could abduct a year, basically. And this is like documented too in by like there's a whole book, yeah, by a lot of people that this was a real thing and that they the aliens look like us already and that we're already interbred aliens and whatnot, which I could believe. <laughs> is, it the, is it that blood type we all you're have talking a about? Bit of that's alien funny. DNA in us. Well, like, look at some of these fucking athletes. You have, like, a fucking <laughs> offensive lineman that's 6'6", 350, and can move like he's my size. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. That's funny. Sorry, if y'all hear signs in the background, I'm, like, in a historic downtown area, so mm -hmm. they have, like, everything, like, right here still. It's crazy. <laughs> it's all yeah. there. Training everything, my man. I've learned I to that. somehow in the scepter up here to ignore it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i live right by highway so and fire stations i feel so like would you say you have a lot of historic yeah. sites around you then that like we are you able to gain access to yes yes uh way i do is gain access to them is i like i've attend meetings historical meetings chamber meetings to be able to kind of have an understanding mm -hmm. and get like 
you know, acquaintances. Yeah, like build a rapport between you guys. That's how that's how I did it. So now I'm in with like the Spelman Museum. I'm in with the city of Terrell for their investigations now. They do ghost tours in Terrell. Terrell's like Terrell's a little crazy if y'all ever look into it. It's got a state hospital here, like one of the last remaining ones. And oh, the wait, really? It's like the original part. Damn. Inside, bro. Y'all want so here we go. There's apparently tunnels under those uh, the like the asylum area where they used to run. I prohibition. don't doubt that at all. And they've sealed them off, but they put the where they're at. There's like, like, like a third building and fourth building. They apparently mm-hmm. that's where they put all the the criminally insane. Like everyone there is a criminally insane, but they put the really really insane ones. Yeah, there. it's like level one, level three, level five. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So apparently here, like they say that one right there. They just say they they see how they're acting. They say. You just know when they're, something's agitating them, and they don't understand it, but they're watching it, and they see it, and they're just watching it go through each one of them. Like it's crazy, like manifest it. You know what I mean? Manifest. Yeah, where it's like you can just see the demeanor change, like so, ever so slightly yeah. in everybody. It's crazy. That's why I hear descriptions like that. Um, like I said, the buildings, like the old part of the building, still there. It's just barbed wire. Like they're not doing anything to it, but they're not restoring it. Yeah, that's um, I. That's a little sad too in its own right. Where it's like, I wish that they would restore stuff like that, because yeah. that is so epic. But I understand you have to go through like, a lot. money. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, that's they don't want to tear it down because you know. Yeah, it's a historical site. People will probably yeah, they, fight yeah. for it. You know, it'll be a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, recently, I did cover the Griffith home place. Um, now the the owner. He was in the Griffith family. He did pass away like two weeks ago. Oh shit! So, University of Texas reason, bought man. that house. Yeah, uh, I think the agriculture it was agriculture uh, or architecture that bought mm-hmm. University of Texas did. So I think they're gonna keep it, but I don't know. Right now it's like a museum. You can go in there and stuff like that. But Terrell's got some dark history. Y'all. Like there's like five mass graves I think I know of in this county. You know? Wow, that is wild. It, like sanitariums, asylums got tore down rather quickly in the '60s, '70s, mm-hmm. and uh, few that remain. I mean, I, now we've done sonar in part of areas and some cemeteries around the city, and there's been like over 300 bodies found. So it's technically, I think that's a mass grave. Yeah, I would say. Uh, anything yeah, I would say. This is what they said. They said no, 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 because no, it's by the creek. They said no. The, the way the ground eroded over time, it just stacked the bodies on top. They of just you. slid no, down into the no, pocket. No, no. <laughs> that, uh, that's jacked up. Anyways, but you have an official like you tell little me that? official you telling tell me. That? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just this is what our government tells that's us. That's serious. It's that's awesome though. <laughs> Yeah, I found that out, but I'm like, okay, at least we, you know, we know, we know, but yeah. I I absolutely adore like the um, the curators of museums and things like that because it's always like getting the glimpse into the the past that you never knew was there. Like I went to Grand Haven with my family, like just my wife, my daughter, probably like three months ago now, and we went to the museum that they have there and. <laughs> They were just like, oh yeah, so there was like a shipwreck like a long time ago right off the coast right here in the in the harbor and uh, a bunch of people died so they just stored them in the train depot and like put them in the basement for a couple days because it was colder down there and that I was, was like... pretty common practice. Yeah, but it's like I had no idea that happened there and then 
like come to find out my wife had paranormal like like activity happen there when she was younger too like seeing people or like you know what i mean like experiences that would make sense now why that would happen there so i was like well that doesn't sound right because you're in the middle of downtown which is like that's, for Grand Haven, for us, is like super haunted down there. Yeah, it's There's so much history. It's a ton of history, and it's all jam packed, super tight together, and it's all right on the water. <laughs> so it's like it's all it's nice, but it's it's pretty crazy. Is probably the best way to say it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. Well, so there's some similarities there. How you feel about that, and how I feel over here too. So mm. be interesting how we go location to see how things play out. You know? How uh, how do you how would you say your luck with doing investigations in cemetery has like has gone for you? Because I'd say we we have pretty good luck with like having a bunch of our equipment go off and whatnot. But then other people have also said like I hate doing outside investigations in cemeteries because everything's already washed out and it's just not as fun as doing in, inside ones or whatnot. Mm, yeah, um, I would say I mean two for two on historical cemeteries yeah um local cemeteries i mean i got i got friends buried there too so it's kind of difficult i don't you know some yeah, of us very young a lot heavier you know. too yeah, yeah it's can, yeah it's totally so, different yeah people it's buried all, there right it's also civil war so there's historical yeah you know, i'll say then you got that there. anchor too yeah but i'm saying i've been to historical cemeteries i've been two for two on them like they just out of the, like I would you know you expect what a cemetery can be and all the eeriness and everything but when you experience something there and just how the the magnitude of it is just for yourself alone you go ahead and y'all hope someone experiences that too but it's yeah yeah you'll say okay McKinney Grove that's pecan excuse me pecan Grove Cemetery in McKinney Texas and then there's the Estes Cemetery that's in Cedar mm -hmm. uh yeah Cedar Hill yeah and that's Civil War and then Pecan Grove is Revolutionary War. And then Texas yeah, Revolution. There's a lot of history down in Texas. So much. That one is, yeah. Well, I think most of it is everyone kind of moved, like, this was the where the East met the West area. Yeah. So there's a, you know, wagon trail through here, all that. And then they built yeah, the, the bloody trails that just lead everywhere. Yeah, that's, so there's that people is, that fled, there's people that move, there's people that... That's so, so cool. Do you have, like, ghost towns out by you? I know of a few. Um know of a few? That's very But sick. with we only the have past one. five years, man, I, I would say the past five years of the populations just in Texas have skyrocketed. Yeah. So even populations, like, I was in a venue in a town, excuse me, um, it was in um, Plantersville, Right, go figure. It's a town of like 400, I think. Yeah, that's the highest it's ever town. been. Yeah. yeah, it was a ghost town, and then 50 people showed up apparently one day. But it's a, a German uh, town. Huh. There's a lot of South Texas German town. New Braunfels is one of them. They have yeah, yeah, a lot of events. So I had no idea. <laughs> that's actually really interesting. Yeah, no yeah. idea. Well, I don't. I honest to be honest, I don't know too much about Texas in general, other than. You know, everything's bigger. Everything's bigger. <laughs> Great history, man. There's, like I said, even Goatman's Bridge. I would encourage anyone that go and to Goatman's Bridge. Just you know, you know, just be cautious of everything because what you're going to present out there, people are going to chase, and right. you don't want to get anyone in, in trouble or hurt. 
Because there's some serious stuff that goes on out there. I don't think people really understand. So, all that stuff, like, yeah. I, honestly, I don't understand why people do rituals under that bridge. I think it's ridiculous because everyone digs them up. Like, you'll see the same hole dug up, like, right times. Man. So what do you do you think uh witchcraft and like black magic and things like that is all bullshit or do you think it's it's like possible they're actually like messing with things that we don't know about? Do you believe in illusion? Do you believe yeah. in illusion? I would then think about that. It's all all has to do with that and then how you you know, carry on. But right. Yeah. If you're constantly thinking that. that and that's what your head's on, you're gonna yeah, it's gonna be there. Yeah, I mean, manifestation like, is a real yeah, it's thing. it's like self-manifestation. Mm -hmm. I believe in that, but, you know, I, I think if you have to, you know, you have to give something in that way. I'm not into, you know, I don't know all into that ritual. Well, it's like pairing, paying the ferryman to take the river sticks, you know? like Yeah, they have to, to, yeah, they have to sacrifice river. something, too. So... If that's what the case is, but I don't know. Yeah, which I mean, I sometimes I wonder, like, and it would be it would be cool as hell to be able to do magic, but like, what it what is magic? You know what I mean? Like, and, and that at that point, you're like really, really digging for the answer there. Oh, I'd look into more of like historical pagan rituals and history like that, and what kind mm -hmm. of things are compared and similarities to, and draw that from your experience, learn and cultivate. Right. And I mean, I'm like, not a philosopher on that. Film, I know it's it's hard to say too, because the funny thing is, like, everybody always like will draw the parallels between like demons and like black magic rituals and Satanists, and it's like, well, hold on, like, well, hold we, we all on. understand demons were never of this world, right? Yeah, that's demons. what I was about to say. It's like, well, it hold on, we can't. It's a Greek word. It comes from daemon, which is just something meaning supernatural. Mm -hmm. That's what they would call it, and it turned into demon through what do you think in the medieval times everyone it's demon now and that's evil what they're doing and now if it was medieval times was called the good times it maybe it wouldn't be called demons are evil <laughs> it'd be called less, unicorns <laughs> yeah anything medieval times is probably the most <laughs> savage point of human history yeah the dark the darkness the that dark was ages, like we're we were absolute savages like all there was was war and death and that's it i do i do urge people to like look into like the crusades and shit like that just to educate yourself because it's like that shit's fucking wild <laughs> how depraved like, people God. really really were and what they thought was righteous glory <laughs> when it was just really fucked up shit <laughs> yeah like the ottoman empire that yeah even that too like all that stuff is nuts and then you ask yourself like oh well, this takes place where maybe a high rise is now built. Why does my high rise have a bunch of shit happening here? Oh, I don't know. Maybe because Attila the Hun decided to kill a, a bunch of other clansmen, <laughs> like literally where you're standing. <laughs> like I, the, the possibilities are endless. That's why I'm like, I don't put a lot of a lot of faith in people that are like pooey pooey. Like there's no reason that this should be happening here. It's like no, you don't know that. Maybe you're just encountering a medieval aged ghost and he doesn't know how to actually react and that's why he's so negative and mean because he's like, I need to kill you you're the enemy <laughs> that's the extreme but <laughs> uh, who knows, I mean there's another realm I mean there, it, there's so many theologians talk about even like different books and things like that there's like realms in our eyesight, ultraviolet 
things like that. If we were able to see those realms, maybe we'd be able to see what really goes on. Norse mythology time. too. Like you have like Jotunheim. You have like no, yeah. Um, like that's a Alpine. good see. That's a good one. Yeah, that's a great mm -hmm. reference. I would reference that also too. Yeah, there's, and there's Magic. a lot more than just those too. That's the funny part. And it's like, well, okay, somebody either made that up and it was very elaborate, or there's some like weight here. And I, I always like to err on the side of being a skeptic, but my like curious side is like, that is so cool if it's true. Always like, just, check your just source. Imagine. Do you have you heard of the Anunnaki? That that one's yeah. fucking wild to me. Explain that one. That's a good one. So hmm. the Anunnaki are said to have arrived before any other human. And basically, they took what was Neanderthals and taught them valuable skills. And once the Neanderthals like developed civilization and political stances and agriculture and uh, like mechanical capabilities, building tools to build things and engineering skills yeah they the were Anunnaki basically they were worshiping them, them worshiping yes. them as their deities as like their gods but what they're derived from people think now are aliens like they were the original aliens that helped lead the um what is it sumerians akkadians assyrians and the babylonians into like the next age that they were moving into that's yeah i even found biblical cross-reference for that one that's just something it's so there's so and like that's the thing too is like people just don't they don't know about this stuff and it's well, you gotta like, understand to so and much. fro like there was a i mean god if, <laughs> if we try to put it in our mind and concept could you imagine just like an energy or portal just going symmetrically up to you know vertical right the sky where to like where is it beaming from yeah like if you, you ever thought like a supernova ever shot at the earth and like that was happening but it already had happened but it was just the way i don't you know what i mean like how does that happen that's my mm -hmm. point okay that's cool believe it and all think about that's like, wild i want to see that something, <laughs> something could happen outside of our galaxy so large and it could affect so us powerful still. that it could take literally years to get here but once it does we'll have no time to prepare and it'll just happen <laughs> i i really like this theory too so like dreams everybody everybody that does have dreams and unfortunately some people don't which i don't i don't get why I don't but it. but you see things that you think you're making up that or maybe aren't true but then you have like deja vu moments well what if the the dream that you're seeing is actually an image from a different reality that like say you're in an infinite number of realities like how the multiverse is or whatever but mm. you're seeing what's happening in these other multiverses while you're dreaming but even though you're grounded here and there's no way of leaving this one that we know of but you're constantly being able to like look into these other ones I because I've I've had some pretty fucking wild dreams and it's like okay see that's that's stretch but then also like the vivid dreams the realistic ones that are really 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 lucid you're like I literally feel like I was living that let me piggyback off of this so last week with Ethan from Wolf Paranormal we talked about this and his experience he had at Lincoln County Jail where a uh, entity rushed him well he didn't see that when it happened right mm-hmm 
but he saw it in his dream. So we were thinking that what happened in his dream was an image from what actually happened. Yeah, in real or life. that too. Has he so ever? Like, well, I would say, have we ever been to that place? And is it yeah. a memory that we recall? It was, it was literally so, on the yeah, way home. Yeah, so like, I'll I'll explain the whole story. So it, like give give it like the full context. So when we went to, we went to do the investigation at Olin County Jail. We had a bunch of shit happen. It was awesome. We had doors move. We caught disembodied voices. Everything. I, I walked up to a room on like one of the cell block floors and walked up to the opening where the door was already open one up. But the cell itself was just jet black, like like Vanta black, where it's like the absence of color. And, and it was like, this is weird. Like it doesn't, this feels off. So I walked in there. And I was like, I just feel like I'm being like electrocuted, not in like a hurtful way, but like you, like I was like every hair stood up. Like I was like, I'm just. I was saying earlier the cobweb feeling. Exactly. Like you're walking through the bristles, mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. then I was like, all right, cool. Like that was weird. Well, we did the investigation, went through the night. You know, we we went back to the hotel the next night or slept. the next morning, slept for a little bit, and then we were going home. I fell asleep on the ride home because I was exhausted. And then I woke up to the same exact dream of us walking down the exact same hallway, saying the same stuff. And then when we got to the door where I had, had the, like, I had stopped in the mouth of that jail cell door and looked in, and I had this, like, weird entity feeling of, like, it just being too staticky and too dark. Well, that's when I got rushed by this big black mass, and I, like, like walked through it because it startled me and walked in there because I almost was like falling into it it seemed like and I was like huh that's interesting but then we were both like well what if I I remembered it in the in the moment differently than what it really happened because my brain couldn't actually comprehend it and then my dream was the real what happened hmm your subconscious telling you yeah. yeah, giving you the actual like imagery that it it seen, but it didn't comprehend it when it was seeing it. Because our eyes are like they're so programmed to see what's in front of us, not mm. what isn't there. But and I I always say too, what if you something? see what if you see like Mothman or Bigfoot or Loch Ness or something like how you think you'll react a certain way, but what do you what do you think you actually will react? Because it's something that you haven't ever seen before that you can't literally comprehend. Like when you see an alien. Are you gonna be like that's an alien, or are you gonna go what the what fuck is, is that? that? What is that? <laughs> I'll know, you know. Yeah, and yeah. you're gonna try to rationally explain mm -hmm. it, right? Because I I would say a lot of times too with like the paradoxical stuff where it's like I see a face here. Well, it's because your brain is 100% trying to put something that it can like correspond with it to that so it can get the reference points right. so then you start wondering like well where do you draw the line like when does it stop working overtime and like if it's such a trauma response too like well then fuck <laughs> are we just seeing yeah. shit all the time <laughs> a lot of energy i mean yeah well yeah i mean if we could a lot of sound waves energy waves yeah like like we could be sitting here Microwaves. talking right now and there could literally be spirits all around us we don't There's know. Not my house isn't haunted. Maybe not. <laughs> well, you know, what I mean, like it just—it's like it could be, and then like somebody like hits that spark, and it's like they're hit the hot spot. Like, oh, I see everything. Like, what the fuck? Okay, it's gone. 
<laughs> but I've, I don't I've see been it on right a residential actually. investigation before where I've not there's like I can talk about this but um I've had to really like explain to the homeowner like you know sit down and let's let's talk for a minute you know because yeah, the whole time she was giving us these experiences I, have, I saw the video of it actually I think it's posted on my Instagram uh, some of that so we had talked to her and we ran I mean infrared we ran sensors you know the, the whole, whole thing the whole Xbox 360 heck yeah and, and I mean I even like I one energy was this is weird because one of the uh, parents mind you they're and they were in their 80s passed away in a room mm-hmm. and uh, they, it was like not good the way it happened so we uh, did investigate that room that's only eeriness but I mean it also had just great smell oh um, yeah that's rough and also we had like the husband like just following us around with the middle of light just watching yeah and you're like this is so uh interesting <laughs> i mean I, I don't really bother me i'm like three people in here this going on there's so much going on right now and uh anyways didn't capture really anything stayed there for a long time mm-hmm. and finally i was like man i was like hey we just need we need to talk to her <laughs> i was like sometimes we need to believe and trust in people when they say those things aren't there that we're seeing sometimes and if it goes from there then you know seek help but i was like I'm not the one to say all that, but after that experience with the residential, I was like, I'm, I'm okay on them, you know? Right. Yeah. Send the Pope. <laughs> I don't know. It's always so hit or miss, too. Cause it's tough because you want to help someone, but, like, how do you help? Right. How do you decipher, like, how do you help somebody who this? has psychosis? <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Like, you do, and I don't uh, mean that that's a real question. And being in an environment in an area where I'm now, like, growing up, yeah, I grew up around good people and everything and doing things the right way but i understood there's also things around me that grew up they went through that system yeah their, their uncles their aunts or whoever mom dad and you know them whoever but i just learned to kind of listen to them and what they want is they just want to be seen you know yeah. what i mean like I, if they're I just around they just want to be like oh okay notice and that's cool but if you know and you just ignore them man they go wild but that's the only time only thing and i only witnessed that with like even spirits like there right. was um i had an orphanage i went to and i think like whatever rushed me i think it wanted to play big guy and tough but i didn't go anywhere and didn't do anything but it was just yeah, making all these sounds down. like it was something like someone beating on a padded wall you know what i mean mm, yeah that's super like, interesting that that reference there is because it was banging and like this is thick concrete mind you in the basement too right and it, it was just you know one of those things i kind of include together hindsight after yeah like, i call them pillow i think that was more of like yeah psychosis spirit because that was something that just going around the room just felt like going insane at one point it wouldn't leave and then when i was like all right we'll leave i got the clues like we need to go okay but Again, mind you, be smart. Nothing's there. Who's out there? Maybe making that noise. And if there's no one out there, if there is, be careful. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. You Whole always got to cover your thought process there. through that, man. Whole, that's what I'm saying. It's it's a lie. And, and yeah. When you're conducting your investigations, what do you find is the most successful tool for you? Because I find it almost everybody all has of us a has one. a different one that works the best for them. 
Uh, gut feeling. Get that gut feeling. And it just goes from there. I like that, actually. It, yeah. You can easily feel it. Like, like you can feel the change in the air, like, personally. Like, especially somebody that I would say is, like, um, an empath or whatnot. Or, like, you can, right. like, 100%, like... I, we always say too like vibrations are real like how atoms and molecules vibrate to make energy well that's probably what spirits and energy is is just vibrations it's like it's almost like the frequency changes in the air mm -hmm. it does and in that moment remember now um i don't know i mean i was rushed <laughs> Can't it's such that. a wild feeling. I don't know. Yeah, yeah nothing's there. Feeling. You can feel the energy. Like I could feel that. My hair doesn't move, but I can feel the. Like, energy. did you hear the footsteps too? Like, like that. That was. I felt two quick ones. And yeah. I'm not gonna bang my desk, but it's like, yeah, it's very. Before yeah, I fuck everything up. <laughs> so you can actually yeah. feel the footsteps like through the floor. Mm -hmm. I felt them. Well, it wasn't the the bottom of the basement. Mm. You ever like? There's dust around you and everything. You ever heard like someone? Like try to run up on dusty floors or concrete. Yeah, you almost yeah. get like the. Yeah. <laughs> it was that. Imagine hearing that, but heaviness to it. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? motherfucker, and what's sliding to me? It makes you wonder how spirits are able to do that, right? Like, is there actual mass to that? Yeah, like, is like, there weight to it? What is the like, sound that hearing? Do that? Like, how do they actually energy. make footsteps happen? I do just think like hot it, breath, man. Just yeah. Excuse my yeah, language. That energy. Too. I've felt Ugh. that before too. Like, how do you like? How does it make a? Well, it's out? the same thing with making like the vocal cords resonate. Like, you don't. You're not making a sound with vocal cords at that point. I don't know where the fuck sounds coming from. M mind right? you, yeah. yeah. Mind you, the, even someone behind me, you can't make that noise and it reverberate around that room that way. Yeah, and I know this, and so I'm like. You could watch the episode, whatever, but you notice mm. in my face, I was like, okay, no, it's in this room. <laughs> my mind didn't go immediately. I mean, I went to like a rodent because there's a drop ceiling, so I'm looking for, you know, squirrels, whatever. Yeah, that's what we always do too. Like, immediately it's like, whoa, 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 before I start screaming paranormal. Yeah. Squirrels. Yeah, yeah where is where's the logic? Squirrels. Where's squirrel? <laughs> it's got a nut. It's, it's yeah, just a it's for his next nut. That's all it is. That's all, man. A paranormal investigator just like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that moment was one one for the record books, and I did you know even before that, like I did 100 percent research and whatever it turned out to be, you know, you know it's oh well, but. Um, what I really took from that, that was a good place, man, in the beginning. It just got manipulated and things changed during that. Then it went to investors. And once it goes to investors, it's usually it's a it. trust fund. Yeah, and they're just yeah, sitting on over. money. Yeah. And that, now that, I think those snakes, yeah. that's all they want is the money. For real. They they also they tore it down like six months after that. Oh well, yeah, because you could turn it into commercial real estate and make a ton more. Yeah, but you know, that was like a city landmark yeah that was the women's circle was a uh, insurance company i hate that so i hate when that stuff happens because it's just not it's not conducive to like wanting to preserve the history of like our great nation i think they had to they knew what was in that because you you go online and look at the picture it's like they took a can of sardines and peeled it back on that basement and they took a big old photo exposing that dark basement that's so wild. Front page. Oh, they knew exactly what they they didn't want that stuff yeah, anymore. They, they knew. They knew it got now it's public, and they knew it was like okay, 
yeah, the 80s, the 90s doing that. Now, you know, they see all that stuff. People are going to... Yeah, it's weird. That's so wild. So where was your favorite investigation at? Favorite investigation? Uh, well, here, you know, recently, I mean, I've, the Bryn Opera House has been now on the top. Mm. Uh, that's that's great. Um, Woodman's was up there. Goatman's was really good. Um, and then there's been Jefferson... Uh, places in green but uh i mean with the experience woodman's got to be the experience as far as like the top yeah it's got to i would say without even having to add like the the experiences like what was your personal favorite it could be like a from a history standpoint or just like a like a oh like this house is just famous yeah (laughs) um i would honestly like Goatman's Bridge was my first one, like my personal favorite. I say the, the first ones always hold a very special Man, place dude, like, to me. You have no idea how like actually jealous I am that you've actually been there. And we have a devil. We've been there four times. Yeah, Hell's Bridge. Hell's Bridge. That's what it is. But that ain't nearly as cool as. It's not even a bridge. <laughs> yeah, it's Bro, not even wish, nearly as fucking cool. I, honestly, I wish I could find the city of Alton. It's buried in that forest somewhere. I know it is. Yeah. They just don't. They, what they, they just let it go. That's a ghost, yeah. like, ghost town, the city of Alton. Like, I read through all the papers. They literally sent all the paperwork of the city to Denton and then it went to another county to be uh, stored. Yeah, no one really knows where the files are for the city. What happened to the city? Uh, it, it was between Denton and Alton in Dallas. Yeah. So it was like a main travel point just to stop mm-hmm. off place in like the. 30s. And just ran out of money and people just left. Yeah. Like, they, yeah I think the legend has a little bit to do with that, right? Because, like, I'll say it's not like a tuberculosis like town where everybody died in it, right? Because <laughs> that'd be was, this, crazy. Was, this is a prominent area. It was a prominent area and very uh, social. So, a lot of socialism. Huh. So I forget the gentleman's name. They got hung, but like, after he got hung and then they came back and he was gone off of the, the rope. <laughs> he was like, gone. It's not that they come back, he was gone. Like, like yeah, that the stuff online does give a brief history to it and does give a little bit mm. of detail, though. It's not what it's going to be. What they did is they, they hung that thing so tight around his neck, it popped his neck off. Oh, so that, so that they went and said, Oh, where'd he go? It's like, Whoa, we have his head. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it was high. messed up. Like, it was, no, that, that's what, yeah, they put it that way, but yeah. The oh, best I way to put it. I, so, I just heard that, like, I think I even said it when I covered it, that they, like, he, that's the they hung him, it. and then they went and murdered his family, and then they came back, and he was gone. You know what's wild to me? is like, everybody will, will jump to, like, the devil's at this bridge. Like, it's a demon. There's but, little, this is crazy about this place. I see, you can finish, but, man... Yeah. There is there's some real there's some real stuff that goes on there and even when I went there the first time, I marked this because I went there and there was a satanic like circle burnt into it and it was just wild. the leaves were black they sprayed it put the lighter and burnt so the leaves would be burnt but it burnt the ground too and it's just wild. weird the trees around there are so it's just dark and black there's not a lot of growth and then there's like a random like all white tree by the river. Um, so rude. So I said to say this, like we went going there and like 10 years later, I'm like, yeah, it was around this area. I was like, even if you move the leaves, like the leaves were black and I just so happened to move leaves over and it's like, it was there. 
<laughs> if it's on film, like the leaves were burnt. I was That's like, so kidding me. See, cause, like wild. my like my like rendition on it could it's not I wouldn't even say like this is exactly how I feel because like I could be swayed still on it. But if you're an asshole in life, you could definitely be an asshole in death. And there are motherfucking monsters that walk amongst us right now. So I wouldn't even doubt it that it would be like if you're saying this is a demon, it's actually just a fucking person that is so deprived of like a conscious could be that, possession before death. I mean, that I also that is super true. As well. is from you know whatever, but <laughs> I it's but it's hard right. to say too because like they're like if because a lot of people like to take the religion out of it too, and it's like I get it, but I also do believe that there is a higher power, like and that's like just a personal like opinion on all of it, and maybe it's not to the extent that everybody thinks or whatnot, but that's, then that's start asking thing. yourself the second question where it's like, well then if there's a higher power and there's another realm of being. Well then, why couldn't there be like a hundred thousand different realms of being? Like how we were saying with like North mythology and stuff. Well then, who's to say like hell doesn't actually exist in one of these realms? Or, like, it's ever expanding. Really real. <laughs> Everyone knows that, but hell is a dark place. It's ever expanding like a worm. If you want to, what if these uh, what if the dark hell? holes are actually the portals to hell that we see off in space? Because they're ah. consuming everything, and you don't know what's inside okay. of them. Oh man, like you're forming like a a black hole. Yeah, so like how how we perceive the black holes is like when it goes into the precipice of the black hole, how it just vanishes it seems. What if it that's like that's literally the like the gates of Tartarus or whatever you want to say, like the gates to hell. Or it's like you go through that and it's like you're at the other realm and that's a dark dark realm. But everything being hate. You look to you look who has the keys though. That's yeah, the thing, bro. that's the, that's where it's wild. There's some things that even the Bible doesn't even know. Like, what what happened those three days when he was down? Yeah, like, Elon. Elon. Was like... <laughs> 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 Elon's got what Starlink going on. Yeah, he's, he's got, got all that crazy bunch of satellites, like a little just some satellite train in the sky. Yeah. He, God, could you imagine having that much money? Dude, he donated like twenty million dollars to uh, the county, Cameron County. Damn. in texas and then he donated 10 million dollars to the city that he built uh that spacex on Pretty could you cool. just imagine having that kind of money or you could just be like here have it well, <laughs> his taxes were like what like two billion <laughs> yeah i was gonna say the taxes on that aren't fun i i'll i'll say that much like there's a lot of overhead for sure but like damn mm-hmm I, yeah. I I think I don't I don't think I'd be cut out let's for say, being a millionaire like that. Let's say you have Elon's money and you can go investigate any place in the world. What would that one place be? Oh guys, it would have to be like a tour. Um, first of all, it'd be like Baker Hotel status. Like we would take that over, uh, <laughs> pick out a few castles around. You know, Belgium has some really cool castles. Oh uh, yeah, Romania castles. Romania will actually go to like, like Vlad Dracula. Like I'll I say, like yeah, Vlad's is there. actually like super haunted, from what I hear. Some of the you ever watch like uh, some of the old Travel Channel shows? I guess you could call it the like scariest places on earth. Yep, you still I like walk around with like the camera that. at this angle, like it's scaring everything. Well, it would be cool to have some history to kind of like go to those lighthouses. Um, you know, Ghost Hunter. What they caught that person like peeking out and oh, yeah, going back St. in Augustine. on the staircase St. Augustine, St. Augustine Lighthouse 
Yeah, that There's place would be freaking sick yeah. to go to. Yep, so. I always say like the big ones like Chernobyl and like, hmm. <laughs> like uh, Auschwitz like, yeah, or Birkenau. Like, I, you know like how many that. people I think died at Auschwitz? Way think, more than what they say. You do, pick a number between five and twenty-five million. Probably nineteen. You're about close, about the same. I was thinking yeah. twenty-two million. I was doing, I watched, uh, you know, stuff over it, and they were saying some real numbers and listening to the people how they were saying the population was. It was at a close to thirty million. They said. Mm. So, I think the number they're giving us is what they left. But it's very sad. Like, I know, and it's it's and and like that's always my question too. Is like, do you think it's like a taboo to investigate something like that to go to Auschwitz and to respect? And I I always say this utmost respect in our investigations because we've never done a disrespectful one. Like I don't ever plan to. Mm-hmm. Well, I would be cautious of doing that. I mean, Jewish. <laughs> Jewish customs are very scary, and I could say that as a man. Like, they had to follow some very strict laws, and they were very not happy people at that point. So yeah, and I mean that's not even to like tie in. Like, what if you start talking to an SS officer? Because obviously, they're they're, like, there's a lot of energy that probably swirling around that. A lot of those guys never got persecuted, and they're probably still holding the same hatred they were back then. (laughs) Yeah, and hired on at NASA. Yeah, you're not wrong. Oh, for a real, that's, that's a hired. scary number of how many German yeah, scientists yeah, uh, they hired. Von, von Braun, whatever his name, I think that's his name, Von Braun or something. The dude that literally put us in space, basically. He invented the laser beam. Yep. Don't know if y'all know that, but Hitler had an idea to make the sun a huge mirror laser beam. Like we're ants, you know? So did Archimedes, didn't he? Like with the <laughs> with the the shields and shit. It's yeah, like people I mean, are fucking wild, man. If, if we understood at that time that that kind of guy was had a cocktail of some craziness injected to him by his doctor all the time, Parkinson's, all of, all of oh, like, yeah. all that kinds was, of like, things. I forgot eyes. about that. Yeah, did, did you ever hear about that? That Hitler had um his own doctor that would follow him around and literally would just like tranquilize him basically with just like random fucking things and the dude was just like yeah and he He was was like "Ah." it's because he was trying to cure his syphilis right and he had syphilis too yeah 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 it was (laughs) yeah and i think he like he ended up giving him like crones and shit because he was injecting him so much that's why he got so sick because he was Endlessly trying to cure himself just by making himself sicker. Do you know what would be really cool to investigate? Actually, that I didn't think about the fucking um in the Swiss Alps where Hitler killed himself, the fucking uh the Eagle's Nest. The bunker. That would be an interesting one too. Y'all believe I'm sure bunker. nobody has. There's probably tons of places in World War Two history that would be so cool to investigate like, I mean fuck then let's just go hit like look, our, all three of us like sometime in our lifetime as a bucket list move let's just go to Europe we'll start in France we'll hit the beaches and then we'll work our way through the entire like, western front <laughs> storm the beaches of Normandy I'm so I think that would be so cool though I would I really, dude, like, I really, I really I okay, see those we, 
we gotta get like a script together, guys. We gotta like send this into Netflix, try to get some funding <laughs> so we can get this going. Because this sounds awesome. Yeah, man, dude, I would love to fund that. Do a kickstart. That's actually I hear those work great. Plus to Europe. Nobody better to send to Europe on a dude. I I actually ten grand a piece. I actually would cry. Thirty grand, forty grand. Probably. Man, it yeah, it's gonna be it'd be a lot, especially if you wanted to like produce it well and and, and travel with all your equipment oh, and get everything man. through customs. Yeah, yeah, it's it'd be a lot. It would and protection, be a lot, of course. Yeah, not only that, it's like you have to also account for like just the dangers that are probably prevalent no matter where you go. Yeah, I've like nothing against our European friends, but I've heard some horror stories about tourists coming over there and getting robbed at like knife point because Prague subways and things like that back alleys right yeah just like I've been to Mexico I've been to Jamaica you just you don't know who's either just trying to make money off you or hoping that they can you don't even know your own neighbors half the time (laughs) like I don't trust anybody (laughs) nowadays (laughs) oh man yeah people need to touch grass man for real Man, um, well, yeah. I mean, what uh, what are you, what are y'all planning for the summer coming up? Y'all are, y'all are gonna be definitely busy I have open and open availability as well. I'm gonna say if y'all wanna uh, collab on investigation, I'm one hundred percent come down here to Texas. I was gonna say I'm one hundred percent cool with doing that. It's just one of those I gotta fund that trip out for like a year probably <laughs> is the only problem. But uh, it's okay. I mean. On the docket right now, it's like we definitely have the uh, the goal of doing more investigations this year than we have done probably in the previous years because yeah. we both decided to take the seasons off hockey this summer and like really focus on the podcast, the live streams, the investigating, and oh, see, see what we can really open doors. Oh, thank you, bro. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, we're just so we're not sure exactly when things are going to happen because we're always busy, you know, literally, <laughs> but cause that's just life. Right. But we're, we're hoping to get some places on lock or come up with some ideas of places that we want to go and try to get on lock. Like we'll definitely be going back to double J resort eventually. Cause we still have a lot of property to explore there and investigate. Um, and that's probably going to be like a bunch of videos because yep. there that's, 18,000 acres it's massive so hmm. the whole facility has like just a bunch of different buildings that we can 18, I, said, I'm, I think it's like 1800 isn't it? it's I don't even remember it's huge though it's massive it's ridiculous and then on top of that we have new locations like cemeteries that we've we've been privy to that are like on Native American burial grounds and like really mm. really old old cemeteries that we we didn't know were there so just to highlight some cool historical figures that somebody mm. might not know about you know my goal is to somehow weasel our way into like a museum or two out here or like get into somebody's back pocket that has access to like like Danny. some cool places yeah Danny <laughs> Danny <laughs> is one Danny. of them man I, yeah I definitely want to be able to yeah you are talking great man because those are the goals I like to hear too about yeah. um gonna be I think Texas Frightmare Weekend's coming up Oh, that's awesome. So then there's Texas Haunters Convention in July. And June is going to be launching the podcast. So 
Look out for the Ghost Den. The Ghost Den be launching. I got that Patreon dropping. Um, nice. Everything's in, everything's set in. Everything's set in there. It's just not. It's not been launched yet with everything. But as everything keeps going, like merch store is open. Got my tax title license with Camp Paranormal now. Hell yeah! Um, sponsored. Yeah, partnered with Wrath and uh, now Dubby. So they're cool. But um, yeah. Um, also affiliate with Amazon. So I got that Joby Gorilla Pod blog set up. Um, if you buy that, it was a cool little percentage they cut for me. That helps go towards like traveling and things like that, expenses, and along the way it helps everyone else. Because if someone comes with me and they're like, hey, a little change to help for lodging, dude, that's what it's there for. So, mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. yeah. Totally. And I mean, everybody that watches this down the line too, like go check this, this man's stuff out. To he see does where we're at. Amazing work. And it is one hundred down below. I was gonna say it is one hundred percent a okay to help this man achieve greatness because he already is with the stuff. So let's let's push it over the limit. Let's get everybody, yeah. Let's get everyone involved. The bigger this community grows, I think the better off for everyone. That's what I love about the paranormal group in general is like everybody is so just generally of the same mindset, and there there's as far as I can see, not a lot of drama. <laughs> I've heard otherwise, but I don't. I don't see it. Just don't. Nah, they'll be okay. No they they right? meet up in person or something. They'll be alright. Yeah. Yeah. And no need for drama. You know, like this is really. Everybody I'm, we've talked. I don't to even have cool drama start. in my everyday life. Why would I start? No. Yeah. I was like, if, if you can sit here and talk aliens, ghosts, and whatever bullshit with me, like you're cool. <laughs> like, it's all fun cool. Just just Pretty know cool. that you know we are not putting on a persona of any sorts when we come on yeah. to our show we are who we are and unapologetically ourselves always <laughs> and nothing wrong with that never apologize for being you nope. exactly and, for sure and if man. you if if you don't like it you can kick rocks you don't have to watch <laughs> <laughs> <Kicking> crystals <laughs> but if you do like what you're watching make sure you hit that like and sub for sure, God, for sure. The, the segues are just always so ridiculous. <laughs> oh man, I need to get with y'all. Also, I have some stickers here I can bring out uh, from Sticky Brand. Ooh, I've been seeing their ads. Cool. Yeah, definitely go with them. They have uh, rate uh, rates that go for like really good. I mean, they're not cheap quality, but prices are decent. Oh, that does look like some nice that high quality. Sweet, That's yeah. very quality print. I love it. I love that design too, actually. Yeah, I'm kind sweet. of fucking jealous, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> we got stickers on our site, but we don't. We don't make them. Nor do we. We could. Do we... Yes, actually, everything. These are the really great. Yeah. Like collabing, conventions, things like that. Boom. Mm. What well, we will. So. You may have heard us talk about this or seen us post about it. We have a card game that I created, and eventually we're going to live stream play it live for the first time ever. And then mass produce it through my printer. Yeah. <laughs> you have a 3D printer? No, it's not even a 3D printer. Like, it's, it's just card, card games. Game. So, like, I can print it onto, like, cardstock or, like, um, or, uh, even, like, uh, the holographic vinyl papers. So it's, like, stickers. So I can make, like, cards and whatnot. You want to know a secret? Okay, all right, here's a secret. I'm trying to design a 3D print for EMF reader. Like, not even not even a RIMPOD, EMF reader. No one's done that and, and mass produce it. So that way it can have like gel pads with it and everything. Yeah. Instead of these. 
And it's gonna be safe and biodegradable if need be. I'm in the works, y'all, dude. I'm telling you, it's pretty cool. I'll I figure out how these work. These things are pretty cool. I was gonna say I'll be one of the first to test your products and tell you how how excited <laughs> I am and how awesome that is because that's fucking yeah, sick as shit. Yeah, that is brilliant though. Oh, hey, badass. And then you roll the dice and it tells you your action. And you line up the cards and try to solve them best. He made a fucking full ass like eighty card deck. For our card, a card game, and I was Based like, "How the, the fuck lore, did you do that?" Based off the lore of our podcast, too. That is so cool. That is so smart. I'm thinking about uh, like trading cards for your own like podcast and stuff. Yeah, have, it's like, like just like, like branching like that. Like, yeah, I mean, I I love Magic the Gathering, and it's like that's like I'm sick of Magic. I've not played Magic much or D and D, and I think they're cool. I've even worked for like Game Trade. It's funny. really. Yeah, and, I, and I'm sitting there like sending out maps and all these D and D characters and stuff. I'm like, I don't even play this either. <laughs> That's so. <laughs> but it's cool, awesome. cool though. Yeah, because it's like, like I, I definitely am like super nerd and into all that shit. Like I love anime, all of it. It's so funny. I did watch Blue Exorcist. That's good yeah. too. That that is one yeah, of the better ones. I'm too. like a fish out of water here. The only Riley never understood anime me. I <laughs> watches Avatar: The Last Airbender, hmm. and that's. You're you're scratching so many non itches. <laughs> it's barely even Jeez. one. Yeah. And Legend of Korra, because you know sequel. I heard they're making a new one where they're all grown up. Oh, so like the the mm -hmm. time in between. Yeah, like the, it was like a time skip, like how Naruto did it. That would be sick. <laughs> oh, I was that would be. That. I think yeah. that would be kind of tight. How many episodes? There's like seven hundred episodes. In Naruto? Naruto? Yeah, oh there's more God. than that. There's like at least a thousand, I want to say, because the, it goes like into like there's no. two, there's there's like a, so the first part is like like Naruto, and then it goes from him as like a child kind of into his adolescence, and then it goes to where he's like a teenager into his like older self, which is like called Naruto Shippuden, and now they have the next one, mm, which is about his it. son that he's in called Boruto. So if you include Boruto, it's definitely over a thousand. Jeez, they they did every detail then. Mm -hmm. Well, One Piece, that one fucks with my mind because they're at like thirteen hundred episodes right now, and the creator for that one was like, "All right, so now that we're at this part, thirteen hundred episodes in, that was just the premise. So now we're gonna get into the real story." Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, <laughs> sure. <laughs> It, it just Thanks for letting us know. <laughs> Dude, it, yeah, it's it's fucking wild. That's really cool. Yeah, I, as far as uh, like aesthetics go from anime, I mean, you can blend some of that into different things that you could do with your podcast and things. I see. I don't know. <laughs> see, I've always thought like having like a cartoon show of like us as cartoons but that's what's on like better. visual podcast that's exactly yeah, yeah. it's just so it's it, it we've we've tried to like perfect it with like the animation stuff and it just it's so fucking tough i did bring out uh some uh cool collectibles y'all want to see oh yeah y'all like comics yeah anybody's a comic all right so you you ever heard of bam box like the horror box they send for like autograph things and stuff so this is like their first issue they they made with their sorry 
Rue Mag- Rue Morgue magazine. Oh, that's oh. sick as fuck. That's so Their cool. first issue. So that was that was a really cool. Um, and then let's begin with some real comics, y'all. <laughs> Still in its sleeve and in its case, I have Transformers Universe. I think this is edition from like 1985. What? That's so fucking cool. Yeah. Okay, yeah, I just want to let y'all see a good angle of that. Yeah, get that focus. <laughs> yeah, gotta get that money shot. Yeah. <laughs> There's a Spider-Man The Conclusion, Peter Parker The Spectacular Marvel, part six. This is where I have a line of like Spider-Man Resurrection and all that. Damn, Whoa. that's so wild. It's oh, funny too you said money shot because for the longest time people thought what goes bump the night was like a sexual thing. <laughs> I love it. No, it's funny. Great. Marvel two and one. I got the thing and Spider Woman. Damn. Still in its original sleeve. So you've just accumulated these over time, or is this something you just got into? No, I've accumulated these. I've had these for you know longer than my first paranormal experience. That's awesome. Uh, Web of Spider-Man. Have that. Wow. So they're all still in the original sleeves. As I say, and there's there's like literally nothing wrong with them from just like first like glance. That's so fucking cool. <laughs> um, literally, no one's seen these online before. Oh really? Yeah, you are the first I'm people failing. to see these. Show. Uh, Fantastic Four. Wow. Whoa. The torch. I think it was the introduction of the torch on this one. Yeah, I'll yeah. say these are these are old school too. They're classics too. Yeah, for sure. I think if you see the old tape, it says like sixty cents. Oh my god, wow. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, it's wild. like huh, how sixty cents really has risen. <laughs> for real, and that's crazy. It's like some of you'll see like fifty cents for this one. Other like a dollar, ten cents. Dude, one that's penny, how I feel with comments. my magic cards. The oh, thing in blue diamond. That's so awesome. That's one of the like rare like Marvel characters. We actually have a really nice comic shop right here. Yeah, I like the Griffin dress a lot. And then I have this is my favorite. I'm I still have more to show y'all, but this is my final favorite. The original Punisher. No shit. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know how many are out there of this one, but even like on the back, I have like the was it the crystal uh, the crystal shard. Like mm. it was an old game, like before, like yeah. I was gonna say that's uh, old school World shit. Of Warcraft, that was like that, yeah. God, yeah. I can't say I've seen too many of any of them, to be honest with you. Punisher. I I love collectibles like that though so much. Like I'm big into collecting Godzilla figures and shit, just because that, like growing up, giant like monsters like that just always caught my interest for some reason yeah. so like now that i'm older and able to start doing things like that i was like i'll buy all like the hasbro toys and then i'll hold on to them for the rest of my life and probably be fine with it NECA, i'm with the same way NECA has a lot of good that's what universal monster characters and stuff with oh yeah those are really cool you'll see it like texas haunters convention you know they got all kinds of masks and they got those 300 dollars so for cool. a character you're like oh my god yep <laughs> spider-man resurrection God, yeah, and it's in such cool. good shape. That's the craziest part to me is like, you you know, a lot of people Mila. probably would get those and just immediately just destroy them. But yeah. it's like you had the foresight to be like, hold on, 
Wait a minute. This is pretty the, cool. <laughs> here's the the Man of Steel with the introduction of Lois Lane. Wow, that's so old. That is really old. Look at the M&M's commercial. That's so crazy. Whoa. Isn't that crazy how like advertisement has changed over time too? Dude, McDonald's went from being like a vibrant, cool place to being like a really, really sad middle-aged adult. <laughs> <laughs> This is so modernized. Yeah, yeah no, it's all colorful, and now it's just so plain. If they brought. They'll back never understand. Taco Bell, like, look, man, people will go Taco Bell? crazy. Mm -hmm. Taco Bell was selling those Pokemon balls at one point. Everyone's yeah, trying to get the gold out cards. The gold cards, the gold Pikachu. Dude, those are actually right. worth money now. Not nearly like as much as like a Charizard and shit, but that like that's that stuff that just fucking cracks me up is like I have three cards in my magic collection that are each over a hundred dollars. It's like, huh. Who would have thought that something that is literally like card stock yeah. is this much money? Like I think I like one day I total out most of my like physical cards that I own. And I was like, I think I have like three thousand dollars worth of cards here. And that's just like bottom of the barrel to some of my friends that have way bigger like that's just that's a lot. Yeah, honestly, and, and I started yeah. thinking about it and I was like fuck me. I was like, that is uh that's that's quite like Pretty I guess cool it's collection. quite achievement, but it's like, oh you can realistically like collect almost anything you want if you really value it enough. Mm-hmm. I collected Pokemon cards, man. I had That's the, one uh, that I cried yellow and, and red cases with the belt buckle, the strap. Yeah, parents yep. sold that in a garage sale. Yeah, I, I still had, cry. You think? Yeah, I know. You I, think those I comics? Know, I like, I like those comics and everything. But dude, I'd put those comics to shame right now. I know what I had. I had like rare Charizard, Pikachu, holographic. I'm like ninety percent positive like, I had the shadowless Charizard that's worth like one million dollars right now because it didn't have the back shadow on it and it was the holographic one. I'm like ninety percent positive I had one I had at one point. One of the first packs I ever bought when I was a kid had a Charizard in it. And it was like when the cards first came out and I had that card all the way until I was in like high school and then I lost it. And I stayed in a binder and a sleeve like its entire life. Like, well, it's funny too, cause like Pokemon started the same year I was born. So it's like, I, I was literally right at the start of it. So when I was old enough to like start collecting at five, six years old, like it's like they were just yes, getting sir. into some of the cool sets and it's like, yeah. fuck, I had so much cool stuff that I just didn't care about back then. Right. I mean, they were still like 15 bucks for the pack, but at the time, yeah, it like, was expensive for sure. But yeah, yeah, but now now you're like, I want to buy a booster box, which is like 300 fucking dollars for 30 packs of them. <laughs> and it's like, what? She. No, I got dude, it, it's insane. Some of the some of the booster boxes right now, you can buy like the older ones, like Evolutions. I think is like closer to seven hundred dollars. Oh man, I yeah, mean, those they, are just holographic, so they have like the the. You it's know, just the, an older set, so everything. like it's like they have they like because they come out with sets like every year. So like there's like Radiant Dawn and then like Celestial whatever, and then like. Yeah. X and Y, but like then you get the older ones like uh, Sapphire and like Ruby and things like that, or even like the the old school packs, like just like original Neo packs and things like that. It's like the the price steeply jumps. It's insane. 
Yeah, a lot of the Neo packs I was able to, you know, sort through cards to have. That's why I'm just like, <sighs> I know why I got it. What happened? I was failing or something in school. I was also like third grade, so I don't know. And then they're like, hey. Life is more than just trading Pokemon cards on the bus. What? Uh, it, Little did they like, know. I buy, I buy haunted objects offline. I know, right? <laughs> yeah, like, little did they know. The guy who played you... Halloween Resurrection, Michael Myers, I have this knife that's signed by him. Bam box. No shit. What? That's fucking sick. Order Bam box, man. Y'all gotta check it out. It's like $30, $40 subscription a month. You get like cool things like Clary Starling. Like, no shit, that's really tag. cool. And it's just like, it's, is it like a different theme every month or is it just yeah. random shit? It's it's a different theme every month and some of the months you can choose what they are if you'd like. It's really cool and as you go, you'll get like, I have like rare pins from, this is one that was really like rare. Came out for Halloween. Oh, that and sick. the enamels got uh, backtracked in China on carriers, so they couldn't Whoa. send them out. They only sent them out to a certain few. I I'll just say, yeah. One. So it's super exclusive. Yeah, it's the Michael Myers one. So it's a collectible pin. Like some of them have, like all of them have, like the dates on them. Like hmm. you see, it says like October twenty first or something. Yeah. They couldn't put a date on it. Because it didn't no go out. Shit. So you, it's, this one it's a one of a kind. That's so cool. That is really cool. So do you believe in Pivot boxes? Uh, like I said, Jewish customs are crazy to me. So, I mean, if there's something out there like that, I wouldn't be surprised. But no, nah, not really. Here's Horror Freak. <laughs> Got a Horror Freak. Love those dudes up there. Damn. Yeah, pretty, pretty cool, man. man. I was actually going to say, that's pretty cool. Uh, there's another box that's close to that that I, I've heard of before, but I don't remember what it is. It's all artists. Like, they'll send it's all artists certified. Like, everything. That's so cool. This. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, like, if you're trying to fill up, like, a studio oh, or, like, to do, like, um, that's sick. What do you call it? Like, a visual podcast? What better to do than order a bunch of fucking memorabilia that they just, like, shows up? So, since you just awesome. pulled out a play chat, do you think Ouija boards are legit? Yes. Oops. I need to, uh, probably, you know, there's a bunch more stuff in here, but I... Yes, and I there's honestly I plan on going back to a house because of my teenage adolescent self, you know, believe probably there's something that was left in a house. Yeah, it shouldn't be there. And from what I'm hearing, the house is not selling. It's going. It's gone. Already gone through four different families in ten years. Uh, wow. And I'm sure a lot of great stuff I'm hearing. About I'm sure that all the families too have been like, I don't want it because it's haunted. They didn't even know. Actually... It's dark, though. It's what I would say the darkness compared to would probably be like Woodman's now. But what would prepare me not to be so dramatic with Woodman's was that. So. Does Texas have the lemon law that Michigan does, like you were saying, Ray? Yeah. So in Michigan, you can't. If the house is haunted, you have to disclose that. Disclose it. Hmm. No. Uh, so. Like, I think it was my sister and my cousin. Again, you know, we go on the Gomez Bridge and all that. We did an Ouija board, made one out of a pizza box, right? Yep, I've been there, done that. Yeah. <laughs> that night, like, dude, I've seen garage door, 
to go into the garage door open. Yeah. Like, we're, we play hide and seek in there. We never scared. That was our grandparents' house. Never scared that place. Yeah. It changed. Atmosphere changed. Two, two years later, like, my grandmother passes away. I just sell the house. Just within, like, two years of all that, it was just so dark. And then, like, before they end up emptying the house, I went over there. And and I don't think anything of it, but I was like, I want to see if I still feel this energy here. Yeah. So, sure enough, I go back in the garage. And I walked to the house, and I was like, okay, but I'm in the garage. And I'm like, like if you're here, you can show me. And I've closed the door. I'm in complete pitch darkness in a garage. Right. And I'm like, if you're here in this house, and you're going to go after anyone, you can come after me now. I'm here. That was like the final, like, you're not going to scare me anymore. Because it was, dude, that, whatever is there is terrifying. Um, I felt it. Felt the energy of it. But it was, like, it was up in, like, above and, like, in the attic. I had to put a location on it, like, there. But it was staying at its distance. But, like, looking at you. But my semi had already gone over and blessed the house, like, a week ago. Like, before I went over there. That's why I ended up having to go back over there. I was like, let me see what's going on. But yeah, that was interesting, and I still believe that's over there. My sister called me the other day and said her friend ended up having like a nightmare, saying she saw my grandmother just really upset, upset, telling everyone to get out. I was like, that don't sound like my grandmother. That wouldn't be her attitude at all. Right. She wouldn't even angry. Uh, but I'm like, see, that's the minute. That's what you're talking about. Those dreams. I'm saying that's the kind of memories they manipulate and play with, and then boom, use it to scare you in those environments. I believe, but. I yeah, talk I mean, to her about it. Yeah, I right. think we're gonna go back over there. I'm gonna take uh, my sister and her friend Brooke, who's had an experience there that I wasn't there to even know about. It. Didn't even she hasn't she never known about any of that. Right. But she was able to tell us. So. Yeah, because I, I definitely do think that it's yeah. a big possibility that like we are being manipulated while we're sleeping. Because I, I guess that would probably be the subconsciously. Most state. Think about this: if it, I'll if sleep it's with the TV going on. to try and trick <laughs> yeah. you to get you to communicate with it. It's not going to give you images of itself. It's going no. to give you familiar images yeah. and Motion. try to over-exaggerate the emotions that it's trying to get you to connect with. So, like, yeah. if it is a demon, it's going to not act like your grandmother because it's not. It doesn't know how to act like your grandmother mm-hmm. or, you know, whatever it is that it's trying a kid it's not actually a kid it's pretending to be a kid because it knows children hit a soft spot in everyone Ooh, i got a good one what do you but think also of skinwalkers? Like, skinwalkers i mean shoot this thing here could be skinwalker material i mean we're talking texas here i mean this is like the rock wall rock wall heath mm. was built on i know for here it was built on native indian burial grounds man the whole neighborhood rainbow lake the whole area was built. Yep. And it's like, yeah, they don't know that, but does it make sense? Like, those dark things started happening. Like, we would have garage door open. My grandfather said he would see an animal run by. Other people would say it was an animal. They'd see people run out. Yeah. Different, we'd have, yeah, because people start reporting people walking into garages and all that. Yeah, because, like, what if, yeah, what if your aunt blessing the house, too? explains why you still felt the presence looking down at you because it was it wasn't necessarily like i was my stepmom she's yeah she's a (laughs) she's a corporate uh flight attendant she's great she's great but she's definitely believes like in a higher power and she wouldn't play around like that so i just 
for my own understanding wanted to go over there to see that's all oh yeah i mean that's how i am too like we we blessed my house with sage and other things like that and i was like hey, hey, hey. is this gonna work <laughs> like i'm not gonna hold my breath I've, I've i've been in a room where deliverance has taken pay place uh excuse mm -hmm. me um that was what 2015 yeah and this guy had come into a situation to where he was from arkansas and just screaming in the middle of the night and so i was still in ministry and dude just screaming in the middle of the night we're like okay why yeah we had to pick him up at three o'clock in the morning like what's going on with this guy i'm the one to have the you know fire fire post hmm. and so they're like okay he just gets up in the middle of the night dude like screaming everything and i'm not restraining him but you know i'm like um you're like shit <laughs> at the time i ministry like you're basically like you yeah you're traveling all the time so you're staying yeah. at a pastor's house while i'm at a pastor's house i'm like oh, pastor mike I'm like, like Fuck. what's going on here i heard that like, can't oh, handle that one oh boy i'm 23 at the time I'm like i don't know what's going on bro this is all brand new <laughs> brand new in fort worth funky town like it's getting really funky quick up in here yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no really though man uh so man get this guy for like two or three weeks the same routine uh prayer fasting all this is not working like either he really wants this to happen and wants to see what happens when it's not good it's not fun right but, you know, anyways we got to go through certain channels and, and end up bringing you know the guy over that does that and it, you know the whole everything feet stomach the head all that and just watched it all just manifest and how it happened and i was there his his head was like laying on my lap near my knee a little bit because he had already spit and everything but to restrain this man from a chair took like four of us and i That's was on wild. his legs completely and i i can just remember the strength of that like it was just pressure like not to let go i'm like that's just insane and i was like whatever this man is dealing with but at the time it wasn't drugs couldn't have been time wise Right. I'm like, I don't know what's going on. So yeah, that's yeah. how. That was a real deliverance, they say, that took place, but it was the only one. And then after that, he kept like lifting his arms, trying to point or something like that. I'm like, Pastor's like, he's trying to be, he's pointing at Jared. No one pointing at Jared. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> is it going to like go into hill now? We, we got to, what, him next? I don't know. But it was, yeah, yeah, that was like, a moment. That's, that's that so moment. crazy. And this is for an international church too. I'm not even mentioned, but it's crazy that they the certain channels they went through. I knew like that they had to do to get that. I'm like, y'all really it. pulled this that, one. <laughs> that's like that to me too. It's like I want to believe that that's real, but at the same time, how do you time, believe like, it's not like you think theatrical? It's literally like you got ten guys circled around one guy in the middle of a chair in the sanctuary, and you let the guy that's demonologist do his work. That's it. <laughs> It's. I think it's one of those. I have to believe it in person to to like see I don't it. Want to it, it right? it's weird. I I agree. I would agree with that. Worse. Where it's like, <laughs> it's one of those things where it's like, it's probably like black tar heroin. I don't want to try that. Should I try that? No. Is that something that is like an experience in life? Probably. But is it a good experience? No. Like I, I would like. I've never like. I've never tried psychedelics or anything. So I would like to experience that in a healthy way. But. It, does that what does that make me if I do them now? You know, but still, I would like to open my mind a little bit. <laughs> I, I mean, there's not that we're gonna you know preach medical advice no, to anyone no. or anything, but definitely not. Like, I've done it in in my life, and I think it has helped me spiritually. 
Doctors literally have come out and said microdose microdosing psilocybin has beneficial effects long term on you. I think it affects like my IBS, you know, things like that I deal with. Yeah. So it could be. I, I came across a lot of interesting theories when it comes to like psychedelics and stuff. Because I mean, it's it's a lot like that that paranormal aspect. It's you know you're opening like you're, a, you're, a perspective that you're probably not used to. Right. Yeah. Hallucinations are a total different thing. Like, mm -hmm. is what is hallucination actually? Is it your brain playing imagination tricks, or, or are you, are you utilizing something? more than you ever yeah. thought you could? That's where it makes it interesting. So, like, what if okay. you were to combine the two? Not that you should. I would study that. I would <laughs> like to study the difference. Look, look for ghosts. Like, would you actually yeah. see the ghost? I don't know about investigating. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't think, think you should. It's an interesting that. thought. Well, that. It is interesting thought if you study it that way, but I mean, I don't know how functioning on it would be. But thinking right. you probably on it is not doing open at all. But <laughs> well, and like there's also like like Jack Black, the pick of destiny. <laughs> yep. Well, there's natural occurring, like like these are natural occurring hallucinogens. So it's not like these are chemically induced by man-made substances like these are these are literally plants that alter your chemical makeup in your body enough to have you perceive things differently and to me when they found out that you could cure depression and like help with things not cure depression but like help with depression and anxiety, anxiety. and things like that yeah. it's like just by utilizing those things to help it starts it starts to make me wonder personally well if, if it's helping those avenues is it opening the other channels as well because i've done it in my past and i feel like i have a lot of paranormal experience all the time when i go investigate yeah uh to a certain extent does it just become a certain feeling you're used to i mean being a medium being a psychic the empath mm. You have to control those things, either one of them. So, if you're learning that way, it sounds like you already have. But yeah. If you know, you know, because if you know, you would say, "What is it?" Still, like, a, <laughs> like right? I, I don't know the experience on those, but something I would like to openly think about to study difference in, but not. Yeah, while I, I do. I do think that there are a lot of benefits to to going into situations rather than just doing it from like a I want to go get fucked up and have fun like standpoints where yeah, like, I never been that type but I've, I've been around people that won't like that oh, mentality yeah. it's okay but it's like I, I gotta be safe man yeah yeah to me I'm always like there's there's like an extent where I'm like feeling comfortable because like there's I know my limits I mean it took me a while to figure out my limits and it was a lot of testing to do that and now I'm like, all right, I did that. I don't really care to do it anymore. Like, it's not for me anymore. Like, I've, I've moved past it. But at the yeah. same time, I do think it was pretty beneficial to have the experience. Always. That's a good point of view. I like that. That's a good note. Like, it could, like, honestly, too, like, you could use that for every experience that you've ever gone through. Like, it could be completely fucking ass. Like, like giving life advice here now, man. I know, like, now we're going <laughs> straight Dr. Phil. Like, but, like, it, as long as you take that experience, matter how good or bad it was, and you utilize it as, like, a, a, a learning point, I think anything that you can derive from it is worth deriving from it. Great. That's awesome, man. It's all about intent, right? What's your intent? And why you're doing it 
you know, mm-hmm. if you if your intent is shitty for, assholeism, yeah, that's a good way to put it. Then that's the result that you're gonna get out of it. Yeah, and it it goes to like, oh gosh, how am I trying to say this? Like, we we all want to have the most experiences in life. We all want to one up each other. No, and, no. I mean, in a sense, Not, no. No, we all want to. We're have, all doing the same it thing. Like that. You know, yeah. experiences, whether it be spiritual or a psychosis of sense induced by recreational drugs. <laughs> <laughs> great, great way you put that. But in the end, it's it's all about becoming who we're meant to be, right? Like at the end of the day, like. Right. Are you going to be a person that has malicious intent on others, or are you going to be someone who is more of like a helper and a giver and is willing to receive and exchange knowledge and wealth and like all of those things? Like, obviously, anytime that you spend money on supporting someone, you're helping line their pockets as well, obviously. And if you're not down with that then you don't know what consumerism is at all but like that's how, I mean, how it works so if you're not willing to go out and you know support people to have paranormal experiences it makes it tough for you know people like us to go out and have the experiences we're looking for because these places aren't cheap and things like that kind of skyrocketing I mean, some of the stuff yeah. I'm now, I'm, you know, what, what, like showing lag to be able to even put stuff out because I'm like, it, as soon as I blow it up, then they're going to skyrocket. Jefferson, yep. like Jefferson City, the hotel is like $200 easily. Yep. And, you know, yeah. and then well, look at how expensive popular. equipment is, too. Yeah. Paranormal investigating yeah. can be a, it, it's a cheap hobby, but it can also be a very expensive. Hobby. I think the the it's, it's a very the, cornered inside. market. Yeah, it's, it's an extremely cornered market. Is because only a certain few people produce the stuff or have locations, and that's why you see these giant price tags on everything. Good really, if you break it down like group wise, it all isn't expensive. But if you just look at the yeah. number, that group yeah, group wise, I wouldn't see it at all. Like, I it's mean, no more expensive than getting a hotel, honestly, but the same time like you know gas prices is crazy right now so traveling anywhere that's crazy and then like for me i always worry about like if i go 500 miles i have to come back 500 miles that's a thousand miles what if something happens to my car like and i'm running on you know well what cracks me up too is like like, ah it's so tough a lot of people too will like come up to me that are like older people and they'll be like have you guys been to here like uh, like investigated this place and it's like no we like they want a deposit of like eight hundred dollars like it costs that much again they're like oh they just let us come in for free it's like yeah see but like this was what 20 years ago when nobody cared about paranormal investigating or what was out there because nobody really thought there was <laughs> right times have changed now you see the the paranormal world this became a entertainment business <laughs> 100% it's wild zag baggins i i love the show i enjoy it but you don't get a 20 season long show <laughs> well 20 plus seasons long if there's would have thought 
Who would have thought like all that would come out of a documentary for someone? I know. And it was if you watch the documentary too, it's the best it's evidence they ever night. caught it's with great. the with the brick like being flung too. It's like uh, and how, you guys how did that happen though? Like does, so does I that... I, all I can recall from the video that I like that I remember. It's literally a big brick flying. Yeah, it's the like air. they walk into a, a room. Couple two by fours. Or something. Yeah. Well, yeah, a like the like a two by four like kind of falls over and then like a brick like f like floats up seemingly twists and like flings across the room like and they all miles an hour and they all fucking scream and run <laughs> in different directions. Which genuine reaction? I hate when people are like, I wouldn't do that. Well, no. The dude probably that's been doing wouldn't. it the longest just ran away because he got scared. I honestly <laughs> probably wouldn't though. I might. I mean, at this point too. Maybe like, if I, I see a brick flying through the air, I might run. I think I, it would I get my adrenaline moving enough to like be moving. I would want to go back, but <laughs> a brick the one thing I think the evidence they caught for me ever was that the Valentines. Oh, the Valentines. I do know the one you're talking about. Mm. After I heard about that tragedy, and then they went back to where they, you know, investigated with them, and caught both their voices when at the spot they were telling everything that happened. Mm. It's one of those things we think about, like you were saying, like they were there that happened where they catching the energy from that time, or you know, was that her from the other side? It's yeah, weird. yeah. Am I hearing an residual pass or yeah, is residual it or something? I think that was intelligent though, but yeah, it's yeah. It's it's so hard to discern that too, because I I always want to say like, if you say like, how many people are here? Like four. Well, yeah, it, that's intelligence. Obviously, it's showing intelligence answering your question. But at the same time, well, I mean, if somebody said the word four, four <laughs> like four you say you're on like a yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, you like, know, that's yeah, all yeah. you heard out of it. Well, then there you got your confirmation. But was it intelligence? No, it was a residual. But I, I don't know. Oh man, I need. To, I just. I need to get investigating. I know that's that's so long. Where like we every fucking winter we both like hibernate like bears because it's like hockey's going and like I'm raising my baby <laughs> and you know like working my ass off to try to make ends meet and it's just like. Cool. Oh, when it gets warm again and we can like realistically like go places and not be so uncomfortable in our own skin standing just in one spot trying to talk to it and like anything it's like mm -hmm. oh it sounds so nice because it gets fucking cold here <laughs> in the winter time like sub-zero cold well here i mean like like i said y'all have seasons that y'all have things going on like Times like mm -hmm. that, man. There's places you are more than welcome to come here. And just stay. <laughs> yeah, I would stay in touch. Gladly go sure. to Texas. <laughs> For sure, man. We we even got ice hockey. You take you over to Frisco to the the Stars practice facility if you need to see some ice. Yes, sir. <laughs> <laughs> I really yeah. hope that they fucking turn that series around, though. To be honest, Bro, I think it's over. I don't honestly. The, as, as a Dallas fan, like we don't act that way. As all, like, we're not gonna throw stuff at people. We're I not gonna so be like, Utah. No, <laughs> we're not. I, was, gonna I haven't be seen that, that in a long time. time. They're just more upset because yeah, we waited a the long time. The refs were not calling a fair game. I'll just say that too. Like, you want to know a cool reference? It was not, a, it was not it, fair. It wasn't though. They're cool reference. Vinny Paul and Daryl Dimebag. You know. Yeah, Vinny. Vinny was a Vegas fan. He had a portion of the Vegas rights and owning them. 
and <laughs> Dimebag Daryl was a Stars fan. And I'm just like, wow. And like this year's like the 20th anniversary of Dimebag Daryl's passing. So it was just like, I thought Damn. about it. I was like, that's cool. That's yeah. crazy. It's pretty cool. Like there's some places I like to take y'all. Like um, Deep Elm is kind of ick for me now because yeah. of how it's changed, man. But before pandemic, like be able to bounce and, you know, bands and all that good stuff. And everyone over there knew each other. That's the thing. If it was one person, it's usually about two or three owners that own every establishment down there anyway. Yeah. So there's Reno's, and it's a biker bar. It used to be uh, Daryl Dimebag's bar. Like, he used to go and hang out there. That's cool. And, uh, yeah, like there's there's cool spots like that I'd be able to show you and everything. Yeah, the um, hole-in-the-wall stuff. Yeah, there, there, there's those. But, um, like, like I said, then there's also the history of the JFK I can show you where Lee oh, yeah. Harvey Oswald lives. And if you're vegan Damn. or whatever, there's a cafe right next door there. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of history. West Dallas is a lot of, it was a gangster town. So that's why they call, they call Dallas is the players and uh, Fort Worth the, is the gangsters. That's awesome. <laughs> that's what they put it. So it's funky town is Fort Worth and Triple D Dallas is Dallas. So damn uh, yeah and their south their south dallas has a lot of history too um most of that man you know how that it, it just yeah, it goes away but uh east dallas they've torn a lot of things down to build new homes and apartments so everyone can move here we've had two million people move in like the last year or so so yeah That's wild. i mean it goes to show though that wow. like texas is like place to be right now <laughs> Shoot, taxes man tax property taxes going up <laughs> yeah i see outside of that <laughs> we're at our limit now and i think dallas just went above the top 100 city and we're okay with that hell yeah <laughs> we're okay with that seeing like muskegon uh, and flint and stuff for like murder capitals <laughs> like, we're, they're we're, up there yeah, and there. you're telling me we're stuck up in the winter and everything frozen driving yeah. i mean to be honest though like from being, being from michigan though it really isn't as bad once you've lived your whole life doing it where it's like you get fucking 90 degree weather for what Three four months. or five months no not even bro. So, okay like four two and a half four months if you're lucky <laughs> and then the rest it gets colder and colder gradually until it's finally like negative 10 and you're like i gotta go shovel because there's a foot of snow in my driveway and i don't i couldn't experience that oh See, that but I mean, me the crazy. cool thing is we get to see it all. We get to see the right. season change right. with like, you know, like we get to see the snow. We get to see see the leaves come and go. Yeah, it's all we'll nice. seasons. I'm jealous. Yeah, it is pretty cool. And then like there's like, a, a you don't like the weather. Wait five minutes. Drive that's like along the lake shore and whatnot. And it's like the like the what do they call sea it? Sea leaves or whatever. Or, yeah, it's like the the tunnel Color. trees or yeah, something. tunnel trees that's it and it's like you you just go through like this long looping road that's just like trees just growing over the road and, and when it changes colors it's so pretty <laughs> i love it i like visualize that now <laughs> yeah and then cool. like if you if we go right now where where we're at right now recording if we were to go up the road like five minutes we'll be at the dunes and the lake shore so we'll be right on the beach so it's like it's nice. Yeah. So like Lake Michigan is, looks like an ocean when you get to it. It's amazing. And the fresh water's pretty fucking sweet because yeah. you don't you don't get Isn't all the salty. Fitzgerald buried there, somewhere in that in that water. The Fitzgerald that sank. I there's, the boat, I think there's a lot of ships. I was gonna say I think it is Lake Michigan. I think I think it's in one of the Great Lakes. I just don't remember which one. 
Elvis, those that area of the Great Lakes always makes me think of the fog. The movie by John Carpenter. Yep. He made honestly, that movie. it like, it does happen fog. like that too. Like it, you'll it get like, like fog that. rolling in off the harbor and shit, and you'll be like, whoa! Especially in the fall time, <laughs> it's so cool. I've seen that only like San Francisco, Oakland. That was like in July. I was like, we we did an investigation at a cemetery where it was completely foggy that night. Yeah, so like there was like an overcast. It was the most eerie night to ever be in like a historic cemetery, which is it's said to be the most haunted cemetery in all of Michigan. But the problem with that is it might be, but they're starting to urbanize all around it so hard that it's kind of lost the spooky exactly. Like the feeling just isn't the same anymore. It was that night, though. The lighting actually made for some sick photos. I agree with that. I agree with that. Well, I remember that, too, man. Yeah, photo shoot was legendary. (laughs) I remember that, too. So the area, like, cemeteries, you all ever come down there and want to investigate one. I think Pecan Grove Cemetery would be it. It has McKinney Square, all the original houses. Yep. It's it's historic, so, like, it's not going to be touched by any commercialism or anything it's going to stay the way it is it's pretty cool my cousin got married there in the square oh that's awesome that investigation that's where i had that loud bang on the uh the tree and that was like you know not even 20 feet away that was wild Um, yeah and explain to me like what hit the tree and makes it sound like that A baseball bat, a freaking exactly. rock. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, like after hearing it too, it's like, uh, what the fuck? It, yeah, it, you could just replay and see. Like you, I don't even and, like know the, the genuine. Thing about, like, like what? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's what's cool. I mean, experiencing those type of things. Like, yeah, I get. I like that even more than getting the EMF reading, obviously. But Agreed. they don't happen like that. That's why I'm like, what? Yeah, like, yeah. When uh, you can audibly hear, or you can visually see, and then you can confirm it with with like getting it captured on your devices, it's like, oh, hallelujah! Like this is so fucking sweet. No, uh, yeah, it is. It's definitely one of those moments that you're like, oh, thankful. And then, I, honestly, we would have kept going. That was only a portion of the cemetery. That cemetery is very, very big. Right. Um, we got to the yeah, we got to the babies where they were buried, man. I was even like, I was like, after this, like, we need to probably change batteries or something. And the battery died. So I was like, okay. All right. Confirmation. That stuff you know. happens. And I, then I was, you know. Spirits always like, show up when you say you're going to leave. Yeah. That's why. Yeah, all right. Every time you say, I'm going to leave now, they're like, oh, no, show no, up no, in no, the no. beginning. So, all no, right, no, I'm going to no. leave. <laughs> Walk in, all right. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, coming up is like I said, Texas Frightmare Weekend, which is this weekend. So, Hell looking yeah. forward to going to that. I'm trying to vlog well, it. I'll try to get over to Horror Freak. I'm gonna. We got Ghostorama actually over Same here. Old. This coming no, Ghostorama. I heard about that next weekend. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. I'm gonna be at Ghostorama next weekend with the What Goes Bump in the Night crew of me and Jenna, <laughs> and it's gonna be sick because we get to see like a bunch of our our friends too that we've made throughout the the michiganders paranormal groups and whatnot and then eden springs where they're hosting it is actually one of my favorite places because so it's so it goes al capone used to like frequent the area because it's closer to like the border of michigan and uh down there kind of closer to chicago so they used to do like like 
I don't say it like train. They had train like a, a smaller. It was train. a small commune of people. Yeah, and then the they built a people. small little city kind of. And then they had like shows of live animals, like lions and shit. So like, there's a ton of history in this like little compound. But now but it's they just... basically used an amusement park to fund their town. Exactly, and now they're like restoring it historically. <laughs> it's like this place fuck sweet. I want to get the shit out of that, but <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you are getting that back. You know, New Orleans is restoring the uh, Six Flags there. They're are they really? making a park oh, really? out of it. I think they should make a totally haunted park out of it. Everyone wants that. I do, that. too. That Everyone so said cool. I was going to say, like, every Halloween, I, if I could afford it, I would go there. <laughs> like, that'd be sick as hell. I, I've gotten offers to be a guide down there. Um, really? That's sweet. Or seven. Yeah, yeah. But then, you know, think about what you open yourself up to and, like, where I'm yeah. at. Like, yeah, I was, you're like, constantly... 21. Trying to 30 in July. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's cool. I like what I'm doing. Um, I'm set with like Thrillvania, a haunted house. It's a world known haunted house. It's on been on Travel Channel for years, years, years. Like, yeah. Uh, the guy who even created all that, Lance Pope, he passed away. He's like 35. Yeah, 2004. So he's been gone for a long time. They've been able to carry it on. His dream was to have the park have like restaurants instead of like leg of lamb you have leg of human um different rides and all that including <laughs> burden manor i love that <laughs> it's pretty cool dude he was um i was like in fourth grade when he passed away so it's whatever but i've been a haunt actor there um and i'm you know i'm i'm involved in that way but now i'm trying to look going for like stage manager things like that right a little more we behind have, the scenes yeah we have texas haunters convention coming up they're supposed to charter a bunch of people from there they have like the vip passes to go to the haunt well also the cutting edge is open and reindeer manor all owned by the same owner he actually went to school with my aunt on my dad's side Damn. Todd james he's a really cool dude man i've met him talked to him at the haunts a couple of times um Throwbanian and cutting edge is so different but the animatronics they pulled from Pennsylvania was Lance's idea, basically. Yeah, Pretty cool, but one of those things. Um, but yeah, there's that. All that stuff's coming up. That's planned. That's you know, kind of stuff I stay involved in, been involved with, and uh, it's so fun. That stuff yeah, sounds so, so cool. like it sounds like so much fun. It, eventually, I would really like to uh, all these collections and everything, like trade shows and all that. I like take all this stuff there and just kind of trade out and swap this and that. Yeah, see you do that at like Texas Harness conventions. Yeah, stuff like I love that. that. See, like all the stuff I bought have been at conventions too. I'm not just going to like Spirit Halloween. Don't get me wrong, I've been a manager there. Cool, yeah. but all my stuff been, has been bought, you know, from conventions. Yeah, I, I like. I want to go to like like Comic Con out in like you know like Los Angeles, like the big ones and shit, where it's like everybody really goes like head over heels for the cosplay and you <laughs> yeah, know, like everything. Cool. It's like that. That to me is just like that would be awesome because that that's <laughs> it's just yeah. been such a staple in my life. Like going back to when I was a kid, just like being into all that stuff. Because I mean, a lot of stuff that they animate on there and shit like that, like you can't recreate like in real life. So it's like it's been like an escape for me personally. So it's like, yeah, like I I could definitely see myself like enjoying like, yo, nice hat. You need a backpack? <laughs> like, <I> like that. <laughs> that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 one of these days it'd be cool to own a haunt. I've done home haunts that would already be sick. at my mm -hmm. place, uh, setups and everything like that, like masks and all that. But um, yeah. Even like this is gonna he this is about to become like a sticker too, this guy. He's already a symbol. 
But I bought Thank this you. from the owner of Horror Freak at the store. I'm That's <laughs> awesome. That's what like. I like that. Uh, yeah, it says Wicked on it. It's my little gnome. Um, but yeah, man. I mean, moving forward, there's a lot of things I've had. I'm just, you know, I'm not going to rush anything. Let things happen the way they're happening, and right, it'll sort itself out. But yeah, eventually, I think we're going to be able to get a collapse soon. So hopefully, mm. yeah, hopefully down the line, that w- that'll be definitely something that we'll try to make happen. Especially there's a lot of yeah, in the moving head, parts, the Texas on. area, at any point in our lives. Cool. But I want to thank you for you know, taking your time spending two hours with us talking the paranormal and man everything. two hours already <laughs> yeah. it's so easy to do it we always we literally every time we end these like we'll sit there and we'll go i could have talked for like another 12 hours <laughs> like this is way too easy now i haven't gone in the bathroom for like two hours so i'm due I know. <laughs> y'all were great man. thank y'all so it's, much it's i just love here. making friends too like this is great yeah that's exactly why we do it too it's like it. it's a good like chance this. to connect with you know someone that we may not have ever ran into in real life you know so that's great I, that's awesome and i, I hope way. that's a sign of more things to come too for everyone. i hope so awesome. as well um again you can find all of his links down in the description if you want to check out his videos keep up to date with what he's doing in his life hit those subscribe and bell buttons because yeah. it's worth it i promise <laughs> yeah appreciate y'all very much man everyone y'all subscribe to them i know y'all are but check out their stuff too so yeah shout out cool, everyone cool. in the chat that has stayed and watched the entire live stream you guys are you guys are freaking the real amazing fucking we absolutely love you and- i'm gonna shout out let's see weeping willow paranormal wolf paranormal tara let's see uh paranormal xp everyone that showed up tonight appreciate it. the ones that told me they were they were they did show up i appreciate y'all and candy thank you so much blood moon everyone um yeah i'll remember this i appreciate y'all very much so, yeah it- yeah it's so nice to just like to see the the camaraderie that's there too it's so nice i i love it this this is what i do it for is is to build the relationships with the people and especially like even people in the chat like just because you guys are in the chat and not in in screens with us does not mean we don't have the same love or like you have the same valid opinions or whatnot it's like i i love everybody that's yes, just who we, i am at bar we absolutely <laughs> love everyone that has joined the night crew we will be off next week and we will be back June 7th at 8 p.m. with the Spirit Stalkers. So that's going to be an absolute banger as well. Look for our normal feed, our podcast stuff, to release some stuff uh, in the meantime as well. There should be stuff like past um, past live streams I'll have up for our, our actual feed. And then also we will have a new True Crime episode releasing very, very soon. And that one is going to be a lot that different fucked. from what we normally do. It's so. fucked. I'll just put a disclaimer. Yeah, there's out a huge now. trigger it's warning. Fucked. Okay, <laughs> there's no other way to explain this story other than it is fucked. That might be what we call the episode. This episode it's is fucked. fucked because it is, it is that. It's graphic. <laughs> it's so I I'm I'm almost sad we decided to do that. One. I might have almost cried while we were listening to the interview yeah. that we played. So as lighthearted as we make everything, like this is like a very probably heavy one episode. of the most like savage brutal disgusting crimes you'll ever hear in your life pretty much all right with all that being said (laughs) remember folks to keep your ears and eyes open where it really goes in the night